Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, donkeys? Happy Wednesday. Junkies come to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 and the DMV. Appreciate you listening to us on 910 The Fan in Richmond. And we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go wherever you may be. With that Odyssey app, you can also check us out on the TV side on the Monumental Sports Network, brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junkies, looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Just visit CropMetcalf.com and you can join their team. We thank you for tuning in this Wednesday morning, January 24th, 2024. I'm John Paul Flame. Joined by Eric Pickle. Good morning. Morning. Johnny Cakes Allville is here. Hello, peoples at Money Metal Cakes on your Twitter. And Jason Bishop. What's up? Just ready for the warmer weather. It's going to be a little bit warmer. 68 on Friday. 68 on Friday. Yeah, somebody mm-hmm. asked me to play golf on Friday. I, was, I wasn't that interested. I figure well, it's going to be so wet. Oh, it will be. Part be CPO. Yeah. Part CPO. path only, Ricky. Thursday is going to be a washout. Friday, I don't think it's going to rain as much, if at all, but. Thursday is going to pour. Well, it's still going to be soaked just from all the melting snow. Correct, correct. I mean, I drove by yesterday, went over to the club to get it, do my sauna time cakes, <laughs> and uh, as I do every day. And there's just so much snow on the course, even yesterday. So I'm sure yeah. today it's, it's not gonna, all gone. It's going to melt probably by Friday. Things going to be underwater. Mm-hmm. But it's nice. I like the warm weather. Open up my French doors. The problem is you know it's too early to be 60. So this is a brief, brief respite. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I wish yeah. it would just turn and be Camera said yesterday he's predicting another snowstorm. He didn't say how much, but February 7th through the 10th. Oh, man. Oh, really? He's looking all, off into the distance. Yeah, they got these models, man. I, I, can, I guess so. They can predict they see it from the, two see weeks out. a cold out. front coming in. Mm. I know okay. Montgomery County, like I planned our spring break vacation. We're going to go visit family in Puerto Rico. <laughs> and Montgomery County has these asterisks on the Monday and Tuesday of the week off. And I don't think they've had to deal with it for a long time. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday before Easter, guaranteed days off. And I think maybe the Monday after Easter might even be a day off on April Fool's Day. But Monday and Tuesday, if they use more than three snow days, they then throw the day in there. Hmm. I was like, "F it, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like wait to book my trip. We're gonna book the trip, and if he misses Monday it's and Tuesday, he misses Monday and Tuesday. Believe if they me. use Your other snow days, miss, they can miss a couple days of school. They're gonna be, my they're kids gonna miss be school okay. all the time. They're gonna be fine. Yeah, we have volleyball trips. I mean, it, to me, it's crazy. We have volleyball <laughs> trips 
where we have games on Friday in like Kansas <laughs> during the school year. Who's booking those trips? <laughs> they have tournaments. I know who books them. What do you mean? Like, like the head coach signs you guys up for tournaments in Kansas? Yeah, we play all over the country, and sometimes the tournaments are Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Does that person who's booking, if it's the coach or the organizer or whatever the heck it is, does that person have kids? Yeah. Mm. And they just care. screw it. It's just, you know, Child's coach. Listen, it's crazy to me, but if you're in that game and yeah. you want to play in a highly competitive team, that's part of the deal. You know, Some of these tournaments, you're going to miss a day or two of school. It's just mm. part of the deal. Um, it doesn't bother me. I could care less. But it is crazy to me. Yeah. I feel like it's crazy, but whatever. You know what Lots I think is crazy is that the Milwaukee Bucks fired a guy halfway through a season when they were 30 and 13. Yeah, now, were. a lot of people probably didn't even know Adrian Griffin was coaching the Milwaukee Bucks. He's a former player. Mm. Well, my question But he was even 30 and 13, that, and they fired him. Why are they firing Mike Budenholzer, who won an NBA championship? Yeah. Why are they firing him? I guess they love firing people in Milwaukee. I don't know. Maybe they're tough to work for. He he wins a championship, and two years later they fire him, and then they hire a guy, and they fire him after 40 games. He was making $4 million a year. I don't know how many years he had on his deal, but Mm. he gets to just chill and collect. Where's Budenholzer now? Is he on somebody's staff? (laughs) Who knows? He's probably on an island somewhere. I I don't think so. If you win a title, you know, it's crazy. But I don't think he's on a staff. He's stupid now? I don't think he's on a staff. I don't know. (laughs) It's but they just, fired this guy. I think, I think they're second in the Eastern Conference. That's crazy. Just a couple games behind. I wonder if that screams that uh, their, their superstars don't like him because you know Could superstar be. superstar driven league. Or and, there's something about him that we don't know about behind closed doors. They were like, I started to think that with this guy, we got to throw him overboard. Like I don't, the Celtics I don't guy. Know. Now he's landed on his feet with Houston, but yeah. he had the harassment. Oh yeah, Udoka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't, I, I, for, like I said, I don't know why they fired Budenholzer, but I don't know. They lost in the first round of the playoffs, and I guess their owner said, all right, got to go in a different direction. But I wonder if Giannis said, we can't, this guy's not going to win us any more games. But they won an NBA championship with him. Uh, it doesn't make sense. And to I me. guess $4 million annually <laughs> is a drop in the bucket when you're pay, probably playing uh, Giannis and Damian Lillard. Probably almost oh, yeah. combined a hundred million NBA for those teams, two guys. They laugh at four million dollars. Yeah, I mean, their operating budget is insane. Like your most, like your most poverty player at the end of your bench makes about four million dollars. So they don't care if a coach is making that. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If, especially if they feel like they can upgrade or he's a, a just a bad influence behind closed doors. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know anything about Adrian Griffin? I know nobody cares about the Milwaukee Bucks. None of us really care about the Milwaukee I, Bucks. I just found that an odd story. About the Milwaukee Bucks. Mega safe hired Doc Rivers, and Doc Rivers is bounced they did around. Actually had success. They did do that. I saw he was rumored. They were talking to him. I don't know if they officially uh-huh. hired him. Did yeah. they officially hire Rivers? I, I, I saw, saw that, that they were talking. I know he's been mentioned yeah. to take over. The I spot. mean, I'm seeing this story. This is on Larry Brown Sports. Bucks have hired Doc Rivers as new head coach. All right, mm. he's probably got. How many teams has he been with? About 100? He'll he'll (laughs) take that check. He's just walking the streets. Right. And then I I didn't see the uh, the actual play. I'm just kind of reading about it. But Andrabi, your your Trailblazers lost to the Thunder last night by two. But there was a situation where they were up one late. And Chauncey Billups, their coach, is clearly calling a timeout. Clearly calling a timeout. But the, the referee didn't honor that. And Brogdon... Double dribbled or walked, so clearly before he did that. Yes, 
and the referee, so they called a double dribble. the ref dribble. saw him, but so, just didn't react. It looked like he was, I don't know if he saw him, but they, I mean, you you know when t- when coaches are calling timeouts. I got to look mm-hmm. at the video. Um, but anyway, so they called the double dribble, gave the ball to Thunder, Thunder. Then Billups got pissed, was yelling at the refs. He got two technicals. Thunder makes some free throws and win by two. And they're protesting the result. I mean, that, <laughs> I don't know why you protest. They're not going to overturn that. But um, Drabby, did you see the uh, that? Yeah, that yeah, ref- I saw it this morning. I mean, it's unbelievable, isn't it? I just don't know what the refs are thinking. Well, yeah, what are they thinking? I mean, then, clearly, was then they give him the two texts immediately because he's screaming at them while I was calling timeout. And right, that was the game. That, that was, was like game. fifteen seconds left. Yeah, they called Brogdon for a double dribble with fifteen seconds left. I saw a story this morning. So two nights ago, there were a couple <laughs> players that went nuts in the NBA. Carl Anthony Towns scored sixty. And uh, you had Joel Embiid score 70. Wow. Well, in the Timberwolves game, they lost to the Hornets. Hornets are terrible. The NBA comes out with a report at the end of the game about the calls. Yeah. They said they had 10 missed calls. No. What are the referees doing? That is a lot the NBA of went public with that? Yeah. That's they, crazy. They normally don't do that, right? They normally no, don't I think public. No, they always do. Yeah, they, they do now. They criticize yeah. their officials. They yeah, it's like all the, the calls. Yeah, they're trying to be transparent and everything. Transparent. but. Man, they miss everything, I guess. Wow. Because <laughs> I think there was a controversial no call at the end of the game where Carl Anthony Towns, who scored the 60 points, went to the basket and he got hit on the back and they didn't call that. Scored 62. Sorry, I left him too short of the bucket. Leaving a bucket out. Mm. Well, that's crazy. I don't have to tell you. I've never seen what happened after that game or that Timberwolves game where the coach was basically screaming at and publicly embarrassing Carl Anthony Towns and the teammates for playing ball hog, you know, solo ball, and they were just trying to get as many points for him as possible, and they end up losing the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the Timberwolves are actually battling for the number one seed in the Western Conference. But I bet if you asked 100 people, and that's, name the head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves. No idea. Maybe one guy in Minnesota would be able to who say. Is, who is it? I mean, his last I, name's Finch. I just looked up his name. I've never heard of that I've person. already forgotten his first Chris name. Chris Finch. And I feel like he's been there a couple seasons. Never heard of that person ever before in well, my life. Yeah. That, that's just the beauty of the NBA is that the Timberwolves, and the Timberwolves had a big lead in that game. <clears throat> and so your superstar scores 62 at home against a team that's horrible, especially on the road. I think the Hornets are 7-18 and 18 right. on the road. You have to win that game. Right. And they lose when, to the Hornets. When Cat goes for 62, yeah. you have to put what, that what, win in the column. Wasn't that, that, was, that used to be an MJ thing, though, right? Back in the day, early on, like MJ, I can remember games where MJ would score a ton of points, but they'd still lose. Or even Bird would score a ton of points. Well, and Dominique. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. But this is just a joke because no one plays defense. <laughs> I mean, last night the Pelicans scored 153. Oh, you know, you know who the T Wolves are going to take it out on. I mean, what are the Jazz doing? T Wolves going to take it out on the Wiz because <laughs> they're in DC tonight. You know, but who knows, though, Cakes? Uh-huh. Because the NBA, in a lot of ways, is farcical. It's that I agree you're right. With. It's like the WWE almost mm-hmm. until but, you get to the playoffs. It's you know, it that, really is. But, Chris Finch, whose name I didn't know until two minutes ago. He's been coaching he's there gonna, since three. He's going to walk into the locker room tonight and say, you guys better not lose back-to-backers to the bottom feeders like mm-hmm. the Hornets and the Wizards. You better get this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to guess you're going to see 
a more inspired effort by Minnesota tonight. Are you? Why don't you? You should throw. throw I, might dab, I might dabble a little I like, bit. I like your rationale. I can dabble. You can't lose. I can throw a few shekels on my BetMGM account. See right. what happens. Only thing that really matters for the Wizards here the rest of the season is who's going to remain a Wizard. They're probably right. going to trade. Kuzma is apparently getting interest. I'm yeah. sure they would love to trade Jordan Poole. Everybody on that team, How except they for soured on Poole, except uh, for Bilal Poole Bali, like they soured on him within a month mm. of this. Of is the that start. what they're actually saying? Like they didn't like. Well, there were reports and rumors that that, that <laughs> just wasn't going very well with Jordan Poole. Well, obviously it wasn't on court, off court, same thing. I mean, I don't know the details, but uh-huh. you think things are going well? Not on court. <laughs> I sometimes think. About that interview we did with Will Dawkins before the season. I think about it all the time. And he said that he gave every player, every player, and I think weekly, they have three goals. I was just thinking, like, what are these goals? Are they hitting any of them? They can't be hitting many. The goal I would give to Jordan Poole, it would be all three. breathing. (laughs) Score 25 points every night. Take a dump a day. It would be one, two, and three. Just score 25 plus every night. That's all I ask of you. That's but, the whole reason you were brought here. Make sure you put the toilet seat down after you I, potty. I don't expect him to play defense. I'm not even going to put that on the, the note card. Just score they must be the 25 plus. Easiest goals. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Right. Uh, wake up on time for practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Eat three meals a day. <laughs> Wipe. Pour in 25 points. Yeah. Those are your goals. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, those guys are so freaking likable. And impressive when you meet him yeah. in person, like yeah. you know the coach and GM and all those guys, and it, the, just to see this is just oh, well, the, the trade deadline is is looming. It's yeah. February eighth. It's coming. I think the Mavericks blind everyone. This was not the plan to only win seven out of forty two games. The, the, the Mavericks are interested in Kuzma. Apparently, I think they will end up trading a few of the players. But well, remember, you have to have a certain amount of money on your payroll, so you've got to right. you got to trade for big salary guys mm-hmm. who. who are, I'm sure we'll have expiring contracts. Right. That's probably They're what they want. They're going to up on those dudes. That's what they'll do. They're yeah. going to want picks and expiring contracts. Yep. But <laughs> you, maybe John Wall come back or something. Does he still have a big deal? I don't uh, think he's in the league, is he? He's out of the league. I think he's floating around. Oh, he's yeah. out of the league, but I'm saying yeah. maybe he's still somehow contractually obligated to make $50 million or something. You want to bring Wall back? I like I I always liked Wall. Flawed player, but I always liked him. I won't say they won a ton of games with him, but they certainly won a lot more games than they've been winning now. He competed. One thing you can say about John is John competed. He's only 33. Now, he's probably like 50 in like NBA years, but he's 33. <laughs> yeah, like in knee years, he's yeah. like 100. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. And the Caps last night. Hmm. I'm, I'm feeling more and more like this is it's just not going to be a playoff season. It's going to be back-to-back years. It was years. 5-3. Darcy, I, I didn't see any of the game. Um I was asking you guys if you watched. I watched a little bit of it. I watched you said the, the first game. couple of goals were turnovers. Bad turnovers zones. in the defensive zone. I, I saw like, a terrible power play at the end of, I think it was the first period. Now I'm now I'm just, I'll, I'll be honest, right now, my old, the thing I care about the most is Ovi goals. I need, I need, him, to get, I need him to get on track and score just, some goals. He just throws up donuts every night. <laughs> I, just, I think he's now seven games without a goal. I think After, they moved him to the Connor McMichael line. Carberry is moving guys all over the place. Carberry doesn't, he doesn't know what to do with Kuzi other than go to McClellan's office, I would say, guess, on a daily basis. And say, and say, can we trade him? Please get this nightmare off my team. Right. I can't coach him i don't know where to put him <laughs> like please trade him for pennies on the dollar please get him off of my team 
So Ovi was a minus two in the plus minus. He did have three shots and one hit, but no goal. I would like his shots to be like up near ten instead of near I'm feeling, three. I'm feeling like it's a major sweat for him to catch Gretzky right now. I would say it's major, a, but it's, it's becoming a, major a sweat. sweat. It's becoming a sweat now. Yeah, it's a major Whereas sweat. Whereas before, in my like opinion, a few months ago, I wasn't. I wasn't worried about. Well, it. last year one you were iota. Last year you're not worried about it. Not one bit. But now you're worried about it. Now. Six straight games without a goal. He had that two goal outburst against the Devils, and you thought he was maybe going to turn it around. But six straight without a goal. So they've played four. What is his shooting percentage now games. on the season? Because that's the biggest thing which jumped out 8%. to me. He scored over 40 goals last season, right? So he mm-hmm. finished last season with 42 goals and shot 14.3%, which is about right. average. It's 5.4% this Ooh. year. How, does yeah. there, how is there that big of a drop-off? Because his the, shots are slower and he's slower. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I don't how think his how much slower. of a, a drop-off is I've that? I've seen some people say his I'm shot's surprised. slower. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. He might be slower. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably slower on ice, but his shot, if it's maybe it's a mile an hour slower, it's not like significantly slower. Mm. No way. I refuse to believe it. You have to show me the metric where it's measured. He didn't just overnight just uh, start, you know, throwing throwing up these softballs. By the way, Carbs Carbs knows the pressure is on. His quotes after the game last night: "We're in playoff mode right now. If we're being realistic about." Playing into April and May, this is going to be the chunk that decides our season. Mm-hmm. Like they have to get points from the rest of the. Well, right trip. now I don't know how they're going to get them. They're but... ten teams with more points than right ten. Somehow they need to regroup, get a point at least against the Avalanche tonight, which is a tall order, and then get some more points against Dallas before the All Star. I mean, the Avalanche at home are eighteen and five. It's yeah, it's going to be tough. And like, they're playing a back-to-back. Or see, they get on. They're pissed <laughs> off. They just lost to Minnesota. They got to get on a plane, fly to Denver, and go play one of the best teams in the league. It's not a recipe <laughs> for uh, two points. Now, the only thing you're grasping at is that Chuck Lindgren plays like a superstar, right? Because he'll be a net tonight. He usually plays better than Darcy. Plays better than Darcy. Yeah, but you know, no, no revenge <clears throat> game angle for Darcy Kemper against his former squad. Hmm. Right. He, he had won't. that last night. He won't be in it. Minnesota was one of his former squads, and it didn't really work. And I thought that was the good move by Carbs to put Darcy in net against Minnesota, the yeah. the, the in more you know the lesser team, the inferior mm-hmm. team than Colorado. You right. want to play your better goalie against the better team. Yeah, but man, it's a back to back. You know what? Need 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 an amazing performance from Chucky tonight yeah. out in Denver. Need a big one. Was that a nine o'clock puck drop? I think it's nine thirty. Eb, this is from NHL Edge, and this article is from a couple months ago. But in twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, his max. Shot speed was 101.52. Mm-hmm. Last year, it dropped to 97.83. This year, this early season, dropped to 91.06. Also, his max skating speed went from 22.16 to 21.47 to 19.91. So, hold this on, again, on. what is, is the second number that you said? Skating speed. Skating speed, I'm not going to argue with you. So this is... The shot speed, I'd wonder how often are they measuring it. It could be small sample size. I is... find it hard to believe... That he's six mile an hour slower than last year. This is from find that hard to late believe. October, but it's a three-year analysis, and it has his skating speed going down and his max shot speed going down pretty significantly. Mm. My only, uh, you got me. My only thing I would say is, how many are they measuring every shot? Like in, in dry, like golf courses, they they measure your uh, 
you know, on, on the tour, they measure your driving distance, or they used to, like on one or two holes. Are they measuring it on every shot? How does it work? He doesn't. Do you think he knows that? Do I work from <laughs> I'm mean, NHL yeah. Edge's data? <laughs> he doesn't find know it, that. It, it says to believe that they measure foot speed and shot velocity. Yeah. Well, and they, it's gone down in both. He better. I mean, what? He stop lifting weights or something? That that's a big drop off. He's gotten know. older. I just need. Yeah, but you don't normally drop off like six miles per hour. Like I that's a just big need drop an off. Uptick. I need a goal. We got to talk to. Let's get Locker back on. Yeah, that's a big drop off. Ninety-seven know. to ninety-one. Did Roger Clemens throw as fast when he was forty as he did when he was twenty-one? I'm guessing he dropped off if a he little. Was of course up, not. He may have. No, yeah, that's true. Not, but I'll tell you, you're talking about last year ninety-seven. This year ninety-one. That's a big drop. And, w- and what was the year before? One- <laughs> 101. 10 miles an hour in two years. That's highly doubtful. Highly doubtful. I'm not making up the data. Well, <laughs> Show that's it to why you. I'm not asking you the data. I'm well, something's you. going on. Well, again, it's max size. shot speed 101.52 to 97.83 to 91.06. Right, what's his average shot speed? Does not list that. All right. Max shot speed is a little bit different. Totally different than your average shot. It's just. I know enough about miles per hour that, oh. that it just doesn't drop off like that overnight. All right, got to take a break. If you want to chime in throughout the show, you can always call us on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines at 800-636-1067. You can text the fan on the Tom's Creek Windows text machine. Same number, standard message, and data charges may apply. You can tweet us at Junks Radio. Later in the show, we'll get the latest on the Commander's Coaching Search with Scott Abraham, sports anchor for WJLA. Keep it here. We're the Junkies. On the fan. So I held up my end of the bargain last night. <laughs> I watched the first episode of American Nightmare on mm-hmm. Netflix yeah. on Jason's recommendation. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty riveting, I'll be honest. Why didn't you watch more? Because uh, ran out of time. I, I care about my, my sleep hygiene a little okay, bit. Okay, you started late. Yeah, so I watched episode one of three, and it's, it's pretty fascinating, I'll be honest. And I'm definitely going to watch Episode two. I'm behind today. you. You'll watch two and three today. You're probably you'll, right. You'll I need, I need to get back to both. it. Because my wife and I watched it together, but it was like Saturday night at 10, maybe 11 o'clock. Yeah, you're not going to watch it. And that. so then we <clears throat> sorry, I actually, I, I've been making a move where I used to not be very good about turning off the TV, and that keeps you up longer. Sure. And now if I feel any sense of like I'm starting to fall asleep, let's just turn it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I turn it off probably after 20 minutes or so. Mm. So probably not that far behind because yeah. what are the episodes? A half hour? I love nah, about that. 45 minutes. Yeah. But you do minutes. think it's riveting? I mean, it's it, a, it's it a, gets a, you right away. It's a crazy it story. It reels you in pretty quickly. Yeah. It's a crazy story. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I don't know all of and it. And you'll have but a lot I'm familiar of familiar with it. You'll have a lot of questions at the at the end of. You think it will? Sure. I have a lot real. of questions at the end of episode one. I like you'll, that. You'll be just saying to yourself, "How? Why?" Oh, wow. I like that. I'll go down a rabbit hole then, especially when it's based on a true story. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I watched 100% true. episode two of True Detective, mm-hmm. yep. and I don't know who made the comment. It might have been Valdez who said this show isn't for EB because you can't be looking at your phone and watching of, the episode. There's a lot of truth to And that. I didn't watch the episode with my phone, but I put that on pretty late. Didn't get a nap in yesterday. <laughs> that hurts. All right? So I was tired. Devastated. And I was my, – my wife wanted to watch it, so we're watching it together. And I just was kind of in and out of sleep at times, and that makes it really hard oh, to follow. Well, yeah, you need to go rewatch like, it. You can't be dozing off in the middle of the episode. Yeah. It ruins it. Like I, I, I told you yesterday, the True Detective one. I had to watch it like nine times. The first episode <laughs> and to lock in, and because there's so much going on, yeah. there's so many little hints. Yeah, and then, then, and then, 
you know, cakes is in my head about the subtitles because there were a couple times, <laughs> you know, they're in Alaska. Yeah. It's like old lady talking to, sure. it, it, sometimes it's hard to understand what they're saying. I mean, like, if, what they say, if you're over 50, it probably doesn't mean much to miss three words, but I'm sitting there rewinding because on this type of show, when you're trying to figure out what's going on, mm-hmm. maybe those three words are critical. I, if, if I start watching anything other than sports and I don't have subtitles on within a, a minute, I switch the subtitles on really for everything, oh. everything but sports. Cause I can't, I can't I'm, watch the, the wild caps game with the subtitles. Of like course Joe, not. Joe B and, and you can understand locker right. and Joe B. Yes. But and, the old Alaskan lady, somewhat hard to understand. Correct. Subtitles is the way to go. There's yeah, no turning I, back. Yeah, I can't get into the subtitles. I actually get bitter when I go to a movie, and there aren't subtitles. Like when I'm sitting in a movie. Well, hold on, you're kind of you're 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 confusing subtitles. Like closed captioning is different than subtitles when it's a different language. No, I mean subtitles. With, means closed with, captioning. Means closed captioning with the Queen's yes. English. Yes. yes. Yeah. You get. Yeah. Yeah. Sub, yeah. Subtitles means the subtitles language mean, is not English. Okay. Closed captioning. Yeah. Whatever. Closed captioning. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. When you say subtitles, right? You're making people think it's in foreign language. I love closed captioning too. I've got I've, been, I've learned to embrace it, cakes, and it better be big too. I'm a big Not fan. Small. I'm a big fan. Just uh, by the way, just got my new phone that I fully paid for, or I'm in the process of paying for. Ooh, that hurts. It's painful. If anybody wants to Venmo me, Eric Dash Bickle Dash Three. I'm going through some with some just pain here. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of phone is it? I got the Google Pixel Pro okay. Eight, whatever. How big is it? It's not huge. All right. I mean, you know, I average. It. But I, you know, I'm like. I, it, I will say this. I know you guys aren't Android people. I'm, I'm certain that I've I talked am. to my wife about it. I got the droid um, right here. It's so easy to transfer stuff now. All you do is, and same thing with iPhone, <laughs> just take your old phone, your new Tap phone, it. and then they just, they just, it just transfers just communicate everything. with yeah, each other. All your apps. Yeah. All your pictures. It just takes a while, though. Ten minutes. Well, it took a lot, lot longer than that when I switched to this phone. When I was in the AT&T store, it took a long time. It didn't take me that long. And they, I know and they sat the phones on top of each other, and I was in there for a minimum 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Do you remember when Cakes wrote down every number? Yeah, I had to be thorough, JP. I did it last night. Those are the old days. <laughs> I mean, you know, you put your SIM card in. There's certain things. But, I mean, the actual transfer of the data takes, like, I think it said nine minutes. As long as you had everything saved in the cloud. Maybe it's because it's a newer phone, but this phone uh, didn't do that. Not nine I don't minutes. know. Anyway, it... it they're all the same. I didn't even look at the phone before. I just said, just give me the top one. That's, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't even hold it because they're kind of like all the same. I got to set up to my me, new anyway. AT&T account. But, but I'm sure you guys have the same feature on, on iPhones. But, I, and you know, I'm torn on AI. There's a lot of AI stuff. I think it's ultimately going to destroy us. The, 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 the robots will kill us all. <laughs> yeah. but, Isn't so, that the Will Smith movie? <clears throat> iRobot? Yeah. I, I would assume, yeah. Did you see that there was a, a robot that attacked a guy? Like this happened a, about a month ago. Was it like on a Kia assembly line? I think it was. Yeah, robot yeah. just attacked the guy. I mean, I've seen Terminator a hundred times. I mean, it's that, you want to talk about a nightmare. I know what happens when Skynet becomes self-aware. But these, <laughs> they tur- the Skynet then turns on the humans, yeah. and then there's a bunch of Terminators. Right. You can even go around. back earlier. Now this isn't robots, but war games. War mm. games. Yeah, Whopper. That that big ass computer. Did it turn. I can't remember the plot of it. Yeah. Just but, the the computer essentially takes over. Here's the plot. Right. Kid hacks into. What he thinks is a, a game site right. to play the latest video games. Or he like, thinks he's going to play like, Missile Command, like Pong, and uh, th- thermonuclear war. But right. it's actually uh, he's really running like war game Sims right. with like a Defense Department computer. 
So Matthew almost, Broderick? It's yes. Matthew Broderick, yeah. yeah. And Ali Sheedy. But one, Broderick one aspect. Broderick was probably 21 years so old. So young. One aspect of AI that I do think is intriguing. So one good, I think there's a lot of bad. It's going to take a lot of jobs away from people. But um, when you take a photo, a group photo, mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys know about this. You could take a group photo. Take Say you take three, four group photos. Yeah. You could take the one picture where you look good, okay. the one picture where you look good, the one picture where you look good, and make it all the same picture. That's, That's kind of yeah. cool. crazy. That is wild. That technology cool nowadays is, is absurd. I think you change backgrounds. You can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So I do think that they're going to kill us all, and they're yeah. going to take all our jobs. <laughs> you know, and so. So the know. group. Photo nice cool. as the as the mushroom cloud behind right. the group photo just gets bigger and bigger. It's, it's, yeah. it's launching the, the missile. I yes. don't know deep yes. AI. <laughs> I'm just a fan of AI. Like if I go to Amazon, it knows the type of purchases that I want, so it makes it easier to find the stuff. See, I don't like that. I don't like that they're all in my business. <laughs> I, I just don't like it. <laughs> it bothers me. I can find the stuff. I just type in uh, golf. Or big yeah. big camera lens. Yeah, yeah, lens. <laughs> you know, it takes me one extra second. I, I don't like it when I used a certain... I'm telling you, I think these things not only listen to you. It's a given they listen to you. I mean, it's a, everyone knows it, right? I'm telling you, I think they, they see you. I used an obscure training aid yesterday, okay? <laughs> an obscure training aid. The Medicus? 30 minutes later, <laughs> I had an ad for it on my phone. Yeah. Explain that to me. <laughs> the camera... I didn't talk about it. Yeah, I just saw you using it. I think the camera saw me using it. And, and it's it, all of a sudden now I'm getting mad that, for that the obscure training aid. Yeah. yeah. Not you know what else it probably sees you doing? <laughs> yep. Think about that, Valdez. <laughs> Big prime offender over yeah, there. Yeah, Valdez. You. Yeah. I put my thumb over the over the camera. Yeah, yeah. That is a pro move. Yeah, a big time pro move. I can't be dexterous though. There was a period where I was super paranoid about that. Yeah, like ten years ago, that I I used to have duct tape over my camera. But then we use the camera all the time. Sure, isn't that a common scam? That's what they Where say. Where people will get emails saying, hey, I've got these pictures. I like, pondered it. Like, <laughs> you know what? You can release like it. Like Yuri, the Russian I'm not giving you any money. Has, Just release it. Has video of right. you, you know, and taking my, care my of yourself. And my excuse will be everybody does it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. If it ever makes the, the airwaves. I mean, I've already just... decided. You can't, bro- you can't defeat me. You Who's can't the dog that did it during his Zoom? Oh, the guy from CNN. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Jeffrey Tubin. Jeff Tubin. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Is he think, working again? I Jeff they, Red Tubin. I think they ultimately <laughs> let him go. I think they let it ride for a while. He's got to be working somewhere, though. Right. Suspended him for a while, but then brought him back brought as him legal back, analyst. And then I think when his contract expired. And I could be making it up, but I I'm gonna think... Check. I think he's ultimately out. He did stay for like he was a year. so horny though that it was like he had a half hour break in his yeah, just, Zoom meeting. He, he, oh, it wasn't it, even a break. It, they were still going on. Oh, it was like he thought he was muting it. Yes. yes. You know how many people did that? There was another. Uh, uh, this, is, this is hilarious. There was a, a political commentator that some of you guys would know, but who cares, who was doing a hit. And a guy in his underwear walks right behind him. I mean, comes that... in out of another walk right oh, behind him in his underwear. That's the first story that well, comes by in his in his house. The headline yeah. here is: "Mysterious person crashes Dick Morris video interview, <laughs> sparking internet." I think jokes. I know who it was. No, it was. I just no, told no. you it was Dick, no, it was Dick Morris. Morris. But I'm just oh, saying, Dick. It, and Dick Morris completely unfaced, just doing his <laughs> hit, and a guy comes in from another room, walks right by him in his underwear. He's Dude. got a wife beater uh, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on here?
Yeah, I don't know. A lot of guys got caught with, like, there was a lot of reporters that had, like, creepers in bed <laughs> over that whole period where everybody was doing Zoom hits. There was, like, an old lady that got the undressed. Apparently it's his wife's viral. caretaker, according to TMZ. I'm sure it is. Because I, ma- I know he is married. But <laughs> pretty, I, it's pretty funny. I, I know enough about Dick Morris' is how politically geeky i can yeah be. i don't know i remember 25 is. years ago he was like in bed with some lady and he was talking about he used to work for bill clinton right i mean it's, <laughs> it's crazy i don't know if i i don't know if i know dick morris don't know that person yeah. i've heard that you gotta I be, i've heard the name you gotta i don't be pretty know politic, anything about him politically geeky all right yeah. gotta take a break later in the program we're I'm gonna give you a politics. chance to win <laughs> tickets to 1067 the fan versus the team 980 at bethesda theater that's coming up next friday it is next friday night you can get your tickets at bethesdatheater.com but we're gonna give you a chance to win some tickets on a game show wednesday coming up in the seven o'clock hour also we've got tickets to nikki glazer at the warner theater don't go anywhere we're the junkies Coming right back. Welcome back. Chunky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. Let's open up the Chunky Sports page brought to you by Offenbachers. You can visit them in Annapolis, Rockville, or Herndon. They have a huge selection of outdoor furniture, fire pits, hot tubs, and swim spas. And during the break, we were actually talking about a signing by the Washington Nationals. Joey Gallo, who's been in the league for nine years with one... Two, three, four, maybe five teams. I think this might be the fifth team. Uh, his last four years, actually, let's go five years. All right, he's hit 177, 162, 159, 160, and 160. It's How many home runs, though? Staggering. He's got some pop. He had exactly. 21 bombs in uh, 332 plate appearances last year, all right, but hit 177. He had. Um, 142 strikeouts in those 332 plate appearances. Mm. So, you know, roughly half. We have uh, Rizzo from last season, the GM of your Washington Nationals, president of baseball ops, answering a question about Gallo that EB posed several I, months I was ago. mocking him, mm-hmm. and I couldn't understand how. I mean, that guy, back when we were growing up, if you hit 177 in one year, you're, you're playing softball somewhere. Valdez yeah. and his buddies. <laughs> and this year he's got... And this year he's got 21 bombs and he's hitting 177. Joey Gallo. Oh, Joey, Joey Gallo. Yeah. Yeah. He's making $11 million. He's hitting 177. He's How many one, strikeouts? This we year, talked about this strikeout year, rate. And I'm with, not asking you to make fun of the guy. I mean, yeah. God bless him. I wish I was Joey Gallo. But, <laughs> but he, he, how's he still on a roster? How's he still on a roster? Like the last four years he's hitting in the one, his career average is 197. He does have 198 career home runs. He hits bombs. That's but, how he's on rosters. He, but Mike, he's striking out 50% of the time. He's got 142 strikeouts and 282 at bats. Yeah, I, you know he's uh, you know he he has some production. He you know when he does when he does put the ball in play, he hits a lot of home runs. He's, you know he takes his walks. He's on base a lot. Plays good defense. So you know every uh, every pass got a lid, and every you know every you know every uh, GM sees. <laughs> sees things differently so uh you know he's uh you know he's been in the league for a while and uh, you know it's he and those, those numbers aren't a surprise you know what you're getting with with certain players and and that's that's his uh that's his tool package so uh, if that's the if that's the type of uh you know production you're looking for that that's right, you know, me, that's why can i ask this Mike? and he's going to the playoffs no i know i know listen i again i wish i was him but so what kind of so his career slugging tell me what's a good what's good and what's not his career slugging percentage is 466 that seems pretty good is that good i don't even mm-hmm. know 
Ask Mike. Yeah. Don't ask is that baseball good? cakes. Yes, yes his, that's good. His career OPS is what you're talking about, too, a little bit. on. Well, his career on base percentage is 323. How's that rank? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That's for power. Average, yeah. All right. And then what about OPS 789, then? I guess it's combined, those two. Is that pretty good? Yes. Yeah, yeah, 789 is probably a, a, a little above average this year, yeah. So, so with yeah, all above average, okay. So and he plays good defense. So you can see why a guy like that, because a guy like Chris Davis would have numbers like that, and they just shamed him out of baseball, right? Well, the power number, the power like the hit ratio, you know what I mean, like yeah. the, the strikeout yeah, ratio and all that. But Chris made a lot of money, you know, with that uh, profile. So, oh yeah, that's true too. He made a hundred and, and you know what, one hundred forty million. Yeah. You quickly mentioned one of your guys, Kyle Schwarber, who is, mm-hmm. you know, fantastic he power. He's rate? not quite not that, that low bad. of an average. He's not that low, is no. he? No. I don't think well, so. i tell you what. Anyway, it's just interesting, Mike. Sorry. I didn't yeah. Mike defended he him. He defended him there. Said he played good like... defense twice. He made a point Maybe of that. he knew he was going to sign him. <laughs> so I guess they were In the end, he's a seat filler. This team yeah. is playing for the future, right? No, I understand, they need but guys. Why they I mean, can they you need think of guys. Two hundred. It's a one-year, five million dollar deal. Yeah, they need like, guys. I, I know, but still, it seems like no. It seems like a bargain because was it, if he was making eleven million, and then if Mike's thinking, well, I can squeeze this out of him for yeah. less than fifty percent I mean, of his previous contract. Mike didn't really have a problem with it, even though I sat in the box like you guys did, and when guys are striking out, he gets he pissed. Gets so bitter. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so bitter. I, I don't understand this is, this why, you, why you need season. a backup first baseman that hits 177. I, I don't get that. <laughs> well, because, because he liked the other metrics. But there's other guys out there that do I, that. I know. Hey, for his career, that are, be, that are better than his that. career. It's 197. You're shorting him 20 points. Well, that's because in his first five or six years, he was hitting over 200. Right now, he doesn't even touch that. I think I think you might be missing it. It's the Rizzo special. It's a one year deal. He's going to get Correct. a little juice out of him and trade him in yeah. July because the team sucks. Right. Correct. He's hoping to get something think, for him. Okay. He's so a seat someone, filler. Get, li- gonna, get lightning a in a bottle. Filler, I get it. Yeah. But, get lightning but, in a bottle for cheap, and then, uh, then unleash him to. But Candelaro, somebody's gonna want him in the, in the in the in a playoff hunt. A guy's hitting one fifty. Yeah, those maybe, guys are so much hey, better than maybe Gallo. he can actually raise his batting average to like two twenty, two thirty. No, dude, no look chance. what he's done the last five years. <laughs> That's impossible. Impossible. Yes. You got a better chance of doing that. MJ, he'll, he'll hit under two hundred. I don't know. Four straight years, cakes. Five. Yeah, it's crazy. But you're probably right. I mean, I know obviously they got to have a. It's like similar to the cat or the Wizards. You got to have players. But of all their, the players out there, their team is basically the same as last year. They added a couple pieces: Senzel and Gallo, and uh, there's a couple other guys I'm missing. But it's basically the same exact team. It, I need it, Savannah to give me her win total for the year. So I'm, yeah, I'm looking it. at the depth chart on Fangraphs. So C.J. Abrams is your shortstop. Lane Thomas in right field. K. Bear Ruiz. These are kind of the hallmarks. Manessis. Yep. They have him at first base. They have Gallo at left field. They have uh, Stone Garrett as their DH. Luis Garcia, we've heard about Longmount. Senzel, you mentioned third base. And Robles. Robles stays in there. He's still around. Survivor. Listen, just got to hope that those guys like, you know, Abrams was balling out towards the second half of the season last year. But those younger guys just hope that they're getting better. And then the pitchers. They're clearly just trying to win five more games this year than last. I mean, right, you know what exactly. I mean? They're not going for too much more. But just get back to Gallo for a second. It just reinforces the notion that in 2023, 2024 now, mm-hmm. no one cares about batting average. They don't. They look Very at the little. other numbers, 
And the other numbers, like you said, that's above average. That's above average. That's average. Andy plays good defense. Yeah, he can live so with I that. So I didn't care about and the other. And he's cheap. It's shocking to me. Well, but that's the other thing. Batting average doesn't matter. Like, who's the guy? They don't care. I've forgotten that was kind of <laughs> close to 400 for a while. I want to say he's on the Marlins or something. Nobody knows him. He was like the I best know. hitter in baseball. It's, but you know what? You know who I'm would... talking about, Jason? Yeah, yeah. What's um, his name? Uh, You're Lu- a baseball Luis, guy. Luis. Yeah. yeah. Luis. Uh, who was it? Luis. It's not a new concept that they don't care about batting average. I get it. But when you combine it with striking out 50% of the time, that's you would think that might be a fatal flaw, but I guess it's not. I don't know. I think baseball is kind of trying to get away Arreas? from that. Arreas? Yes. Yeah. I would think with the yeah, no, with the, last year. with the rule changes, I think they're trying to curb the the just smash yep. it or strike out. Uh huh. I don't no, know. Just no, yeah. you're probably right. No shifting. But he. But you're right. During that interview, he didn't hammer. He didn't him. hammer him. Yeah, he, I was he defended him, him a little didn't. bit. Um, when, I, when was that interview? That was that last September twenty seventh. Right, he's not going to hammer guys because he knows eventually down the line he may be signing those guys. Well, so you play against him, and it's not cool. Professionally, yeah. you know what I mean, to hammer other guys' He's players. He's a professional. Yeah. I get it. And I, like I said, I'm not asking you to hammer him. I'm just curious how. It's amazing to think about guys like that, like the Gallows of the world making $11 million last year, $5 million this year. But then, you know, the Hall of Fame inductions, or not the inductions, but the voting came yeah. down last night. And Helton and Maurer and Beltre get in. And you just look at those numbers that those guys put up. Mm-hmm. It's just sick. Mm-hmm. You know, sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, Maurer, as a catcher, won. Think about catchers now. You, you're just you're you're glad and hopeful that your catcher can hit 260. Mm-hmm. And Maurer was winning batting titles. No, no, he was incredible. Yes, but then towards <clears> the <throat> end he stopped catching. Right? Didn't he play first? Towards That's the end he got hurt. Yeah, right. He got a concussion. And his career got shortened. Got concussion. Yeah. Um. I so I always knew he'd be a Hall of Famer just because he was so good, like as a catcher. Yeah. But it's funny, and I knew Todd Helton was a great player, but I never thought of him as a Hall of Famer, but. Who's the other one? Beltre? I just didn't follow it enough, I guess. Oh, Beltre put up stupid numbers. Yeah. but And the thing about Helton is he always got docked a little bit because he was in Colorado. Yeah, and his sure. his home splits versus his away splits were just drastic. Right. But the voters, I'm trying to think what his voting was last year. Um, It was pretty low. Mm-hmm. But the voters decided to put him in. It, the sniff test sounds like a nub year, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mauer. Got to put somebody in, I guess. Do. Huh? Got to put, put some guys in. in. Can they just put B. Mitch in the Football Hall of Fame already? That's the only yeah, one I care just about. Greenlight him, please. I Make just want to happen. I just want to be friends with the Hall of Famer. <laughs> it's really about me. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can't care less about B. Mitch getting the gold yeah. jacket. It's about He's me. About cl- I just want to say <laughs> I'm friends, friends with the Hall of Famer. Offer. Yeah. I mean, Beltre is one of how many guys have 400 homers and 3,000 hits? There's only a handful of them. Yeah. He had 477 bombs and 3,100 hits. Yeah, I know. I just he, I just didn't watch him a lot. I mean, he's not on my radar. So he he was a no-brainer. And then, look, the Helton thing, I mean, his, his home splits were ridiculous. I watched Adam LaRoche more than I watched uh, Beltre. <laughs> you know. It is what it is. Yeah. So three guys get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I saw the three guys get into the Hall of Fame. I was like. They're all very good players. I understand they're all very good players. I'm but saying they're not worthy. It wasn't like Derek Jeter was getting into the Hall right. of Fame. Exactly. Different. No, Maurer in his prime was a great player. Maurer was, but it was shortened by, you know, yeah. injury. He was everything. a great catcher. He was a gold glove catcher, and he was winning batting titles. No, You're he's such great. a baseball nerd. Well, I mean, just look at the numbers. No, he is. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I'm not saying he shouldn't be in there. I just yeah. didn't. I don't know. 
They're it's not like what Deion Sanders names. said. Deion, this is just a Hall of Fame, but there should be a separate wing for like the true studs. Well, that's why I said the, yeah. the Hall of Fames are getting bigger. Yeah, the rooms are getting bigger. Yeah, no doubt. All right, got to take a break. You want to chime in on anything? 800-636-1067. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. We're streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can always take us on the go with the Odyssey app. And you can watch us on the Monumental Sports Network brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Just visit CropMetcalf.com. To join their team, it's Bish Cakes, EB, and JP. That is the foursome game show Wednesday. We'll give you a chance to win some tickets to go see Nikki Glazer in concert at the Warner Theater. Also, we have tickets to our show, which is coming up next Friday, 1067 The Fan versus Team 980 at Bethesda Theater. You can get your tickets at BethesdaTheater.com, but you can win them on the program coming up in. 20 minutes um some updates on what's going on with the washington commander's coaching search all right we've got adam peters he was hired as the gm last week from san francisco we've got all of these interviews lined up and they're starting to knock them down this according to albert breer texans oc bobby slowick had his second interview with the commanders yesterday um he has a second interview with the falcons on thursday um And then this from Tom Pelissero, he says the Commanders and Falcons, both these teams seem to be working in uh, conjunction almost. They're both expected to send a contingent to Detroit next week to conduct second interviews with Lions OC Ben Johnson and DC Aaron Glenn. So Washington is going to send people to Ben Johnson, I guess regardless of what happens in the NFC championship. championship game. Yeah. That's when you know you're wanted, when the teams are they're flying out to you. They're not even making you fly here right. for the interview. They're like, you know what? 
We'll you stay it. there. We'll, we'll come do get it you. on your terms. We are coming to you. Well, ben those Johnson. guys are busy, obviously prepping for huge sure, games. Of course. So, so they yeah. were doing second interviews with Dan Quinn and Raheem Morris this week. Second interview with Bobby Slowick that went down on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys who have all been eliminated from the playoffs. Right. So these guys that are still in the playoffs, Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson, you got to wait till next week, and they're just going to fly as fast as they can to them because. Ben Johnson's interviewed with five teams. So it was all via Zoom. Now some of these jobs are being filled. Titans got filled. Chargers expected to hire Harbaugh. The amazing thing is Atlanta, they're in on every coach, it seems like. Yep. Did they just not like Bill Belichick or what's going on? Because the assumption was if Belichick comes to see you, yeah. you're probably going to get the gig. I guess they're trying not to look too desperate, too thirsty with Belichick. And maybe they just feel like they can wait it out because is Belichick really going to go to two or three other teams? He's, he almost seems like pigeonholed at this point to Atlanta. Like, are other teams going to swoop in and hire Belichick? I don't think the commanders are showing any interest in Belichick. Well, the Panthers there... express, expressed interest. The Titans' job filled up. The Falcons might just feel like, you know what? Belichick could be our top option, but we're still going to shop around. Huh. And go back to him later. Could you be. see Ben Johnson picking? If it came down to Ben Johnson is going to pick. Yeah. All right. And he seems to be wanted. Could you see him picking Atlanta over Washington? I I, I personally know. think if if Washington decides they want him, they'll get him. They'll just they'll just pay him more, and they're just going to woo him. That's the old Snyder way, but it's not like Arthur Blank doesn't have money. Yeah, he's yeah, got home, home money. I'm not saying all these guys are rich, yeah. but they're not all – like San Diego is known for not paying they're, as well. Okay, yeah. but Atlanta could throw they might. every dollar that, that Josh Harris wants to throw at But he doesn't also the head have coach every dollar is. and the second right. pick and five in the top 100 yeah, but, and $80 million in cap space. But he's got toys that Ben Johnson play with. He's got Drake London. He's got yeah. Kyle Pitts. Bijan. He's got Bijan Robinson. <laughs> Right, but he. Is, I mean, where do they pick in the draft? They've also eighth, or eighth. eighth. I mean, so they, you know, maybe they'll get Penix. I don't know if, if a guy like Ben Johnson does. Does he look at the division? Go, this is a winnable division mm-hmm. every single year. He I, might. I don't, I don't sure, know. I'm, he's a very thorough guy. I'm yeah, sure who knows what they're looking those. at? But um, I don't. Know. It could be close. Who knows? And I'm also like I. I know this is not a great thing, but I'm just kind of staying out of it. I'm not going to get attached to any of these guys. <laughs> I'm just going to root for them, and I hope they hit. So their yeah. GM, the Falcons GM, is Terry Fontenot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you do you think it's going to be a surprise announcement, or do you think it's going to be someone that we kind of expected? Well, when I, when I say surprise, I guess like if an anybody Aaron Glenn, other than Ben Johnson, it's going to be a somewhat of a surprise because the consensus from the people that cover the team is they want Ben Johnson. They're going to get Ben Johnson. We and then I read something that. yesterday in the afternoon. That, that's what Finley's That it's like us. a done deal. Yeah, I thought Grand Danny were doing no, a good a bit yesterday. Site, but. Grand Danny had callers call in, and then they were naming the coaches and asking for their feelings. Mm-hmm. Since you are a Commanders fan, mm-hmm. give me your feeling they hire Ben Johnson. I, again, I'm staying medium. So you're I, medium. I would be... I would be excited. I would try. I would be excited at the idea that we might have an innovative offense. Okay, Ben Johnson. What about if they hired Bobby Slowick? Who they Same interviewed thing. Second time. Same thing. Same thing. What if they hired Aaron Glenn? Out on Aaron Glenn. I, I like, like Glenn. I didn't like the shtick he was doing on Hard Knocks. 
Dan Quinn. But that's the way he is. I don't know if that's shtick. I think that's the way he is. I think he's fiery. Even worse. No, I don't mind fiery. I didn't like he and, and Staley were like goofing with each other. I just thought they they were making a joke. So you're gonna out exclude of him just for that just for that yes. five second clip? Looks pretty business like <laughs> on the sideline in the playoff game I just watched. Yeah, I you, know. I, hey, beauty's in the eye. I'm a judgmental person. You're being way too judgmental on him. <laughs> beauty's in the eye beholder. Right, I ruled so, out Staley. Well he, he also would He was want... better than Staley though. Okay. So I'll give him that. Oh, yeah. you, you know um, what about your feelings for Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn. My my gut is to to not be excited, but he he was pretty impressive for most of the season this year. And when Cakes keeps bringing up that clip where the guy says, "Listen, he's the best leader out there by That's far." JP Finley tweet. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, but I don't know who he was quoting. Just I don't some know. NFL he took it league from somewhere. Guy. I don't know. Yeah. So um. Yeah, he's fine. He would be fine. What about um Raheem Morris? I told you I like Raheem Morris more than no one likes him here. Apparently, we did the poll yesterday. I like him as a leader kind of guy. Yeah, the poll, uh, let me see. Our Junkies poll of the day brought to you by Van Meter Homes yesterday was, would you be excited for Raheem Morris? Um, you can still vote, but 75% no, about 2,500 no votes. My, my, I just have a sense. I think everybody's no except for Ben Johnson. I'm the only guy that likes Raheem Morris. I'm not excited for defensive coach retreads. Like that, com- thing- that combination to me, it does less than nothing. What I me. like about him and I can't convince Cakes, is that he's kind of like a young prodigy who's now grown into the job, been there, has been at what, two Super Bowl winners. He's worked with the very best. When you say prodigy, that to me that's like McVay, Shanahan. Hold on, when you're an NFL head coach at 32, you're a young prodigy. You're an NFL head coach at 32. (laughs) I'm sorry, you're a prodigy. He's a defensive guy, so he's never going to call any defensive guy. What about the guy on the Ravens side, the Ravens defensive guy? Is he a prodigy? Yes. See if it's defense, he's not going to call him a prodigy. Yeah, you have to be a play caller. Yeah, you have to be a play time. caller for Cakes to call you a prodigy. If you were hired as an NFL head coach at 32, and you you're best friends with the Shannies and Bays and all those guys, you worked with all those guys. I'm sorry, you're in that club, in my opinion. Hmm. Now he didn't succeed. Yeah, I was going to say it, could have, it was a bad hire. It didn't work. Yeah, but he did have a one ten ten win year, right? Yes. And and it also could have smacked of of desperation by the Bucks to hire him. You have to look back at that too. Okay, like just because you hire a thirty-two-year-old guy doesn't mean you're a, listen, instantly a prodigy. I'm. Your guys are all probably prodigy right. means you're special. Like that—that's what that. How many guys get hired works. as an NFL head coach at thirty-two? I don't know, but just because you one get hired as one happen. at thirty-two doesn't right? mean you're good, you're good at the job. You gotta have a certain level of competence, unless you're Dan Snyder hiring Jim Dorn. You have a different definition of prodigy than I do, apparently. Like a young, like. I think if you're a young, young if you're, high if you're like the superstar. youngest ever <laughs> at that time to be hired at something, that qualifies as prodigy for me. Okay. We, we right, so you're okay disagree. with what do you what do you think prodigy uh, is? Prodigy to me means you you overachieve and you're super successful at what you did at a young age. He got to you be an NFL head coach yeah, at you, 32. He was a hey, failure as an NFL head Freddie coach Adu at a young was a age. Prodigy. He was. He was. It didn't do what he was. Freddie Adu, the soccer Freddie, player. He was. For yeah. Yeah. He How did it turn out long term? That doesn't mean anything. I, okay, true. I, I'm not saying it doesn't mean he can't fail, but you're right. Freddie Adu was a prodigy. I agree. And he failed. But are you hiring him as a head coach just because you think he was a prodigy no, 15 years ago? He's a prodigy, and yeah. people say he's a great leader. Yeah. It's a great in a locker room. So I think Aaron, I think Aaron Glenn's probably exactly the same. I he just hasn't had the head coaching I job I didn't yet. like the 
play, playing up to the cameras that oh. he and Deuce Daly did. <laughs> that, was I just, thought, that was, like he said, it was five seconds. <laughs> it was incredibly annoying. <laughs> I expect you to be a professional football coach. I didn't like this yeah, Raheem Morris could probably do the same thing if you watch Raheem Morris on the sidelines. You have no idea. He's professional. Uh, <laughs> I think you're wrong on that. But, the way I look at Raheem Morris. But I don't think it, it's it, going to be Raheem or Aaron Glenn. The way I look no. at Raheem Morris, and certainly it could go south with his second gig is, all right, first gig didn't go well. Same thing for Bill Belichick. Thank and you. Uh, Pete Carroll, right, was uh, the head coach of the Jets. Sometimes you, these NFL coaches – Get a crack at it, and certain circumstances, maybe they don't have the right quarterback, whatever, it doesn't work out. Did you, and then they get a second shot, and then they're really good. Right. So Pete Carroll, obviously, was super successful in college, too, with the Seattle Seahawks. But if you went back to the Jets, Prior I don't know that, what his record was. Even with the Patriots. That's true. Prior to that, he sucked. Yeah. Sucked. Bill Belichick with the Browns. Yeah. No, I know. Listen. I'm just taking I, I, everything into and account. And I still don't understand how Vrabel's name. I saw Vrabel I told interviewed. You the day he was released, I think he's a great coach. Vrabel, I think he did two interviews with Atlanta. Did I read that? I think he was. Atlanta's with Atlanta. interviewing everybody. I understand that, but there's only how many openings are left? Five. I think Seattle's still open. Carolina, Washington. Washington. Was there only four? Well, the Chargers are we technically still open, but I think Harbaugh yes. is going to be announced yeah. today. Atlanta. All right. Drab, did Carolina? you see that? Yeah. They said um, Pete Carroll's uh, pushing the Chargers. You saw that was, that was a Florio rumor. I think I saw not, somebody else. I didn't speak Florio. I mean, maybe maybe, it was maybe Florio. he's interested, but I don't. I don't know if it's being reciprocated by Chargers. Correct. I can't see that. I Correct. mean, it would be great. I mean, no, but, but, owns but LA still, but no, but I mean, it makes all the sense in the world because Pete Carroll clearly was pushed out in Seattle, right? And it makes all the sense in the world that he would be like hitting up the Chargers. I understand if they're not interested and they want a younger guy or something. That makes sense to me, too. But well, they want Harbaugh. Would you like that, though? Because I know you want him um, to be, be on your if, own. If there was one team that I would want Pete Carroll to go to, it would probably be the Chargers. Because you're a Justin Herbert guy. I like Herbert. He, him going back to L.A. would be kind of cool. Right. I'm guessing, just based on all the, the reports that you're seeing, that it's, the Harbaugh to Chargers will happen today. Hmm. Today or tomorrow. Okay. I'm surprised the Belichick thing... He's had two interviews. How disrespectful is it? If you're Bill Belichick, you meet with Arthur Blank and the Falcons twice, and they're like, hold on, we're flying to hey, Detroit if, to meet with Ben Johnson next week. If you're Bill Belichick, no one would do this. He's would like, you walk in with you're all your with rings? Ben Johnson. Would you walk in the interview? <laughs> nah. It's a great move. You know, he did that. Didn't he do that in a press conference? There's a, there's a meme of him or a yeah. gif of him, and he just kind of like flashes him. Because he's got seven, or he's got six as the head coach of the Patriots, right? right. But how many does he have as an assistant? At least one or two. It's a good yeah, power probably. move. I mean, why wouldn't you just walk into your meeting and just go, uh? <laughs> because you don't even have to. You're, you're, you're Belichick. Everyone knows you got I know, but just years. people can forget. Because they can think, like me, well, you sucked the last four years or whatever. But if you just do but this. you know how insulted you must be? If you've got six Super Bowls, you're Bill Belichick. And they're saying, all right, we've interviewed you twice, but hold on. Right. Yeah. There's this guy that's been offense coordinator for like two minutes, Ben Johnson. Right. He's still in the playoffs. We want to meet with him or, next week. Even though I'm advocating, or if, or if they go, you know what? It's between you and Raheem Morris. We right. just don't know. We really like Raheem. That's He's where he might just say, you know what? I'm just going to I'm gonna go on my boat in Annapolis and just cruise out of the Chesapeake Bay and leave all this nonsense behind. It's got to, you know what? It's got to be humbling. 
It's got to be humbling. He was so humbled he went to Chick-fil-A either before or after his his interview in Atlanta. There was a picture of him just standing, standing at the counter, <laughs> just ordering. The <laughs> Lockie wasn't using the Chick-fil-A app. No chance. He <laughs> just went right, right up and ordered. Yeah. My, my kids, they do use the Chick-fil-A app because it gets rewards. Well, we do it because you can actually order it from like 10 minutes away. Oh, right? yeah, and then yeah. by the time you yeah. get there. And you just put your parking space. Like I go yeah, to one yeah. where you got to just put your parking space. Yeah, yeah, and they they run it out to you. Or you could just go inside. You yeah. I feel bad whoring the Chick-fil-A employee. Like you got to walk out in bad weather and bring me my food. Like I just I feel like I could go in there and pick it up. You're it's a nicer okay. person than me. <laughs> it's I, okay. That doesn't occur to me. I just don't want to. I don't want to sit in the drive-thru. Because it's interminable. Like the line is just the like double that. line. It just takes forever. I went to I went to McDonald's the other day, and I told you, I can't believe the number of people that still go to McDonald's, myself included. I, yeah, like it's a great place, but it's just it's unbelievable how many no. people still go to McDonald's. Of course, yeah. they love the, the golden time. arches. It's never they not love packed. It's cheap. It's cheap. It, yeah, food's good and it's cheap, and you know what you're getting. Correct. You know and exactly caps, what you're getting. If the caps score in the last minute. McNugget Minute. Get right. free, free yeah. nuggets. Their staying, power, their staying power is unreal. Yeah. yeah. The juggernaut. Always will be. It's yep. it's, it's an American institution. Yeah. Back to the is. commander's coaching search. What this kind of tells me, though, is I think by this time next week, they're going to have the head coach. Because if you're going, you're flying out. To Detroit, or maybe you're flying to San Francisco. Right, to maybe they're candidate. not wasting any time, and they're like, "All right, they're playing San Francisco." Assuming the Niners win, we're just flying to his hotel in San Francisco. We're flying out there. Well, we're going to meet with them there. No, if I'm Dan Campbell, there's no chance that if you fly, it, it's happening after the game. There's yes. no chance. There's no chance you're. No, but I'm saying interview the Washington's contingent. Twelve hours before the maybe game. they say, "Don't bother flying to Detroit." Right. We just stay in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. We'll meet with you on Monday morning at your hotel in San Francisco, Maybe. assuming they lose. And they wrap that puppy up by like Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So you're predicting within a week they'll announce? It's kind of my sense of it. I mean, what, are you, what are you waiting for? I don't know. I'm surprised some of these teams, you know, obviously the Titans have already announced. I think the Chargers are really close. I'm surprised, the pro- the, I'm surprised that Belichick hasn't been announced with Atlanta. What are yet. the protocols? Say the Lions win. That's a long shot, but say they win. Can they hire him while he's still the offensive coordinator? That one I'm not sure of. They've done in that the in the past. Guys happened. have done that in the past. Maybe the rules have changed, but I can remember guys getting a job, but then they still coach in the Super Bowl. I know they can meet yeah. with him yeah. regardless of them winning or losing because right. you've got two weeks before the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, look, they're competing with Atlanta. Apparently, it is pretty. It is pretty. I will say this, and then I know we got to go to break. (laughs) I it is a there's something to be said for getting your guy, like you target, but there's also something to be said to giving everybody an honest shot. Like correct, um, like maybe Bobby Sloak blows you away. Maybe Mm -hmm. the enemy does. So I don't. Maybe Anthony Weaver. (laughs) One thing I know does anybody away. (laughs) But maybe you know what? So like. I don't want them to just get the guy they targeted. I want them to get the best guy. Sure. And 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 I like the fact they brought in all these guys. Mm-hmm. And so I'm open to if it's freaking Dan Quinn, fine. It, well, I'm assuming these guys are smart. The only one I'll know where they're dumb is if they hire Bienemy. <laughs> they can hire anybody else on the planet, and I'm not going to. Well, that's why they're doing 20 interviews, right? But that's 
But and if they do 20 interviews and then they end up with Ben Johnson, was he really the was best? Was, right. Or did they just hire him because, because they, they targeted, targeted him? him. All yeah. right, coming up next, it is Game Show Wednesday. Give you a chance to win tickets to go see Nikki Glazer and our 1067 The Fan versus Team 980 Night. You can call in now at 800 636 1067 on the Game Show Wednesday. On the junkies. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. In the DMV, speaking of those two stations, we're going to give away tickets to 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 Live. That's mm. coming up next Friday, February 2nd, Bethesda Theater. It's us, Grant and Danny, B. Mitch and Finley, the boys from the Team 980, including the Rooster, Chris Russell, yep. Kevin Sheehan, Craig Hoffman. Craig Hoffman. Yep. Everybody, it's going to be a fun night, uncensored Talking sports, it's all presented by Main Street Bank, Cheer Local, Bank Local. We did this pre-COVID, and it was a blast. So we're going to give you a chance to win tickets as we play Junkies Password. You can call in now at 800-636-1067 for your chance to score some tickets. That's on the Game Show Wednesday, brought to you by our friends at MGM National Harbor. Check out the Poker Room if you like free money. $400 first 15 high hands starting at 9.15 a.m. this morning. So that is good. Go take advantage of that. Nice. All right. I've written down four passwords. We only need to use two. So I will let the first junkie chosen... Mm. Okay. Choose said password. Very Let's punch good. up our first contestants again. By the way, Jason has diarrhea. That's oh, fine. No. Yeah. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Well, I mean, if you have a wave, doesn't is it normal? I, I just assume it's diarrhea. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's go. I could be wrong. Let's go it's ahead. an upset because usually it's you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Will it come? I you know, I drink a lot of coffee. All right. Let's go to Hugh. Hugh, what's up? What's up, guys? Hello, Hugh. Who would you like to pair up with? Uh, Cakes. All right. All right. So Cakes will choose the password, and let's find out who Hugh and Cakes are playing against. All right. Hold on. I got a lot. Who are our opponents? 
go to Matt in Stafford. Hey, Matt. What's up, buddy? Hey, I'm going to take the Fire King, the real EB. <laughs> and uh, if I win, I'm just hoping I'm going to put it out there. I hope I can come see your guys' show. Awesome. If possible. Very cool. All right, we can do that. You could, That's uh, a nice if, request. If you don't win, you can still go to BethesdaTheater.com and get tickets. You can do that. But you All right, can, Cakes, you will give the first clue, which right, is a disadvantage, but you get to pick right. the password. Let's see There are here. four there. Let's see here. Hmm. <laughs> this is tough. Uh, let's go with number three. I'm going to go with number three. <laughs> I know why you chose that I, one. I think number three I, gives me an advantage. I'm, I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, it gives yeah. me yeah. a slight advantage. All right, Cakes, you got to give the first clue in Junkie's password to Hugh. All right, Hugh, your, for, your first clue is miniseries. Hmm. Um, true Detective. That is incorrect. All right, we All go right. to EB, who has to try and hook up Matt and Stafford. All right, miniseries, Jennifer Coolidge. I don't know. All right. All right. Matt's not tracking with you, EB. I thought that was a good clue. Thank you. All I'm right, go back here we go. to I might, Cakes. I might be tapped out. Hugh, listen to me. <laughs> All right. The clues have been miniseries. Jennifer Coolidge, your clue is flower. Flower. <laughs> Thought that was a great clue. Um, I think that's. All right, I, I might. Clue. I might. Okay, can I come in? Can yeah, I, come in? I, 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 I think I track with you. I think Matt Stafford is going to win. All right, all right. Are you ready, Matt? Who's my guy, Matt? Yes, Matt, Matt and Stafford. All right, yeah, the first clue was what was your mini series? Mini series. I said Jennifer Coolidge. He said flower. I don't even understand it, but it's fine. <laughs> How about this? Work with me here, Matt. Black? That's exactly yeah, what yeah. I would do. White Lotus. Lotus. Winner! <laughs> well done. All right, Matt. Hey, you're coming to the show. <laughs> yeah, you win. Congratulations. For those that don't White win Lotus. tickets, BethesdaTheater.com to get tickets. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, what, so we will see Matt and Stafford. I, I, I have, have never watched one episode of the I White have Lotus. clue regret. Should I have said, like, resort? Would resort have been a better clue than I, I'll than be honest. Flower? I'm going to raise my hand. I didn't know that uh, White Lotus was a flower. I think I might have said hotel I, or resort I, I if think you were going to go that way. I mean, I don't know a lot about flowers, but I believe a White Lotus Did you know Lotus it was a flower? Was a flower. No idea. I thought Lotus at some point. Was there a car that was a Lotus, yes. a Lotus vehicle? Yes. I, I'm tracking with you because I would have done the old black, <laughs> yeah. which worked. Damn it! Well, I know. I know that she said something about all the awful gays in her acceptance speech, hmm. and I didn't understand. But there must be some reference to, to the show. Obviously, I didn't understand what that is. Oh so yeah, yeah, I didn't get it. But um, her, her discovered- there's a season three coming out. Very good. I'm seeing like for casting. Her star's never been higher. Like she's, she's super she's, hot. Yeah, I mean she's in all the commercials. Yeah. Like her Discover card commercials put me on monkey stilts. But look, I understand. Discover came to her and said, "We're going to give you X amount of dollars to do a bunch of ads." I would do the same exact thing. Right. I would annoy people for a lot less. <laughs> a right. lot less. Right. So it's White Trust Lotus me. three. It's not coming out till 2025. Does it have our guy oh. David Bernad uh, as his? 
executive producer? I'm not sure. Clank AK, David. Yeah, that guy's a real Hollywood player. I actually got together with an old friend yesterday, uh, Kevin Witt, who went to Maryland, who coached David Bernad yeah. at Bullis oh, really? yeah. back if we, in the day. If we reached out to him, Clank David, is he so big now that he'd blow us off? I don't believe so. I mean, he put we, us in one was, of his movies. He was with us during like his formative you know, years. He like, was also... Like walking around the sidewalk of Hollywood with like Gwyneth Paltrow. I know that right now we're nothing to him. We're like a bug to him. (laughs) Okay, I understand. But I think if we reached out, I don't think he would. I actually think he had lunch with Kate Hudson. I don't think he would big time us. No, he would definitely come on. Yeah. I would think. White Lotus Season 3 will have um, Michelle Monaghan, Parker Posey, Leslie Bibb. I like Monaghan. It would be like, who is the kid here? John Lindsay. It'd be like in 20 years, John Lindsay's (laughs) having. You know, dinner with, I don't know, name some hot chick that's current. Uh, oh, uh, Sweeney. Yeah, like Emma Stone. Sweeney, who yeah, was like in the Emma first... Stone. Yeah. Is it Sydney, Sydney, Sweeney? Sydney Sweeney? Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, was Sydney in the first Sweeney. White Lotus, yeah. right? Or the second one? She would, she would eat John Lindsay alive. Oh, <laughs> he wouldn't know what to do with her. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's too that's too much woman for uh, Lindsay John. 99% of men. <laughs> I always forget the for. name of the movie he put us in. It's a Jack Black movie. It's what D-Train. It's D-Train. One of the, I don't, why do we always bring it up? It's one of the worst flops in box office history, and we're attached to it. We should never, ever speak its but name ever the, again. What was the movie or t- television show that we were going to be in that we went to a bar and filmed a bunch of stuff? Mulholland. That never, it never aired. It was an I independent guy. He, I think he rented one theater and showed it. <laughs> Mulholland Falls. Was that what it's called? No. No, that's no, like that's, a real that's movie. A real one. That's like, no, it was something like, wasn't it something? Kind of, I think you're in the ballpark. I don't remember. Potomac Dawn. Potomac Dawn. I'm not sure. No. Potomac Dawn. That's it. So it did air somewhere? And I one think they theater, just had a they premiere. One yeah. It was a one-off. It aired once. <laughs> Probably everybody said, well, that is so terrible. Well, we'll, we'll never air Clank it again. Clank David was our intern, you know, 25 years ago. Yeah. yeah. On his resume on IMDb, it does not mention D-Train. It's... Mini bio says known for White Lotus, yeah, <laughs> Uncharted, which I think started it starred it's Tom Holland and uh, Tom Holland and the Mule. Yeah, you know what? If I were him, I'd scrub D Train <laughs> for my resume too. <laughs> He's smart. He's just a smart dude. All right, we still have tickets to Nikki Glazer. Let's punch up two more contestants. Junkies password here at a game show Wednesday. Jason, did you have the Rhea, or did you have uh, a solid? No, it was just a regular wave, but it, was, <laughs> it wasn't, you know. Yeah, right. I, and I never have those. What's good? It's good to move your bowels. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great thing. All right, who's up next? Let's go to uh, Tim in Sterling. Tim, what's up? Hey, good morning, Junkies. Hey, Tim, who would you Jimmy. like to partner up with for Junkies Password? I will take the old Jason Bishop. All right. Jason, you get to pick the password because you're going to give the first clue. You didn't hear the the rules of the game. All right. Who's up next? Uh, Let's go to Dan. Hey, Dan. What's up, buddy? Hey, bud. Dan, who are you going to team up with? I'm going to go with the Fire King, Mr. E.B. All right. Go Mr. Right. He's coming off a win. E.B. It's the Been battle. for a fire lately. <laughs> the battle of Damatha. Uh, Jason, you have to get the first clue. He picked right, number Tim. two. All right, Timmy. This could be a two-cluer. Who goes first? I yes. think it's me, yeah. Mm-hmm. He picked the He's in pondering mode. Well, I just, I mean, all right, mm. I just got to go, obvious. NFL draft. 
Uh, Caleb Williams. Good guess. Good guess. All right, let's go to Dan. All right, Dan. First clue is NFL draft. Yes, sir. Second clue is guru. Bell Kuyper. Winner. Congratulations. I thought I was a two-cluer. You're going to go see Nikki Glaser, the Good Girl Tour, Friday, June 21st at Warner Theater. I'm a genius. Tickets are on sale now for tickets <laughs> and more event info. Visit thefandc.com slash events. That is courtesy of Live Nation. Later in the show, we'll talk to our pal Scott Abraham from WJLA, the sports anchor. Get the latest on the commander's Coaching search, but let me tell you about Main Street Bank. Bank local, cheer local, and business every day is game day. Business is always moving up or down, but never still. That's why the Main Street Bank team treats every day like game day. Main Street Bank is a business-focused community bank, proudly serving the DMV since 2004. Visit mstreetbank.com to learn how to put our team in your office. Main Street Bank, member FDIC, equal housing opportunity lender. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106, 7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. Going to talk some puck now. Capitals lost last night, kind of struggling. Tark El Bashir covers the Washington Capitals for Monumental Sports. Caps Insider, he joins us now on the BetQL Guest Hotline. Hey, Tark. Good morning, Junks. How you guys doing? Tark, what's up? Good. Hey, you know what? Let's start with Ovi because we were in a little debate, and Cake said that he doesn't. He's, he's not even really watching the Caps now for for playoffs. He's he's lowered his expectations. He's he's I mean, all about the Ovi chase, and I, he's not scoring goals. I mean, that's a little premature. I still think if they if they go on a heater and string together some wins, that they could you know grab a wild card spot. But it's it's getting. What's the saying? Precarious. It's getting, it's getting late early. Is that is that the saying? Because Spencer Carberry said as much post game last night. Right. He said this is the most important stretch. We need to start getting wins. We're, it's playoff time right now for us. I'm paraphrasing. All right, but the point is, yeah, you you he's do right. you do care about Ovi breaking oh, Gretzky's I, record. I have a vested and he's not financial goals. interest. Yes. And we got into this debate and we saw some data, but you watched them far more closely than bucks. us. So is Ovi? <laughs> skating slower is he shooting slower why isn't he scoring goals yeah i i I, yes the answer is yes um i mean he's 38 years old he does not get around the rink the same at the same speed or the same pace or the same vigor that he used to but we saw that last year and he scored 42 goals and he kind of slowed down the year before that and he scored 50 goals so what's happening right now and i've talked to people around the league and obviously i've watched every game it's it's almost inexplicable. Um, uh, you start looking for, for for little things, and and as far as I can tell, guys, to me it looks like his radar is off a little bit when it comes to his shot. Um, he's generating shots almost at the same clip as he has in previous seasons. It's a little down. It's it's off by a, a, a couple of percentage points. Um, but his expected goals right now, guys, it's fi- almost 15 goals. He should have based on underlying analytics, where he shoots the puck from, he should have 15 goals. Instead, he's got eight. I mean, normally he's a little ahead of that pace anyway, but when you look at a player's expected goals and actual goals, and it's almost 50%, it's, I mean, it's almost, you know, um, a half, hmm. then you start looking for the little things. And to me, guys, it looks like he's getting decent scoring chances, but in years past where he would take that one-timer from the circle 
or he would, um, um, you know, wind up from even a little bit further out. He was beating goalies over the glove, over mm-hmm. the blocker, below the blocker. Now he's hitting the goaltender. Now, I know he's had a problem with his sticks. And, look, you, you never want to be the guy, the tradesman who blames his tools. But I do know he's had a really big problem with the sticks that he's had this year. Um, he started up the year with CCMs. He switched over to Bauer. The other day I was at practice. He was trying a warrior. He's been going back and forth. You know, I, I wonder if, if that is in his head a little bit, but it's also making a material difference mm. in, in how he's shooting the puck. But, I mean, look, analytics aren't the end-all and be-all, but when your underlying numbers say you should have 15 goals and you got eight, it's like, what is happening? I mean, his shooting percentage, guys, it's like around 6%. Yeah. It's always been around 13 or 14. Right, right. And when you're at this point in the season – you know, for let's say in November, I was like, "Oh, that's going to turn around." I mean, th- that's just that's just we, we play a stupid game on ice. There's posts, things happen uh, in a game that are kind of random. That's going to turn around. You, it you, hasn't turned around. Yeah, right. That's where you start getting concerned. Right. Two things. One thing is an interesting side note. I've also noticed that he's mishandling a lot of pucks. And somebody yeah, said yeah. to me that it's because of the stick issue that like. And maybe because he's wanting more power or whatever, he's, like, curving his stick more. I don't know. You, your kids play hockey. You play hockey. I, I don't know anything about it. But it, it, could that be a factor? He, he is mishandling pucks. But, again, you know, maybe at a greater rate than past seasons. But I kind of noticed that last year, too. Yeah. He still scored 42 goals. Right. Um, so I, I do think the sticks might have something to do with it, really. But I also think it might be in his head to a certain extent. Uh, because I, I do know he is changing sticks quite often. Um, Second question. Uh, Second question for yeah. you. I don't mean to cut you off, but I know the other boys have questions. Um, second question is, like, JP was showing me that his uh, his uh, fastest shot speed is down, like, seven miles per hour from last year. And I'm like, there's no way he's seven miles per hour slower in one year, ten miles per hour. There's just no way. He's yeah, I, average. I not There's no that. way. I have not noticed that, but, but yes. there is there is a website uh, called NHL Edge that's run by the league where they actually measure um, uh, shot speed. I, I don't know if that's average speed or 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 what. But no, I, I think I, it was fastest. It was like, max shot speed, and it's come down well, uh, the last three that's years. That's different than average. It's totally different. Yeah. So 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 that doesn't totally surprise me. Again. That is a 38-year-old player right. who just isn't swinging his stick at the same with the same vigor and velocity that he did before. That that happens. Um, but th- again, the the thing that I think myself and other people around the league are struggling to wrap their head around is going from 50 to 42 to now eight on pace for like 14. Like, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think bad luck. It's just frustrating. All right. So last night, Tark, I didn't see any of the game. All right, bet on it, but I didn't see it. Um, I, I just see Darcy gives up five. Now, how many of those five were on him? So the, the first two, I don't think he had um, um, a whole lot to do with. Uh, you know, one was a weird bounce off the inboards. Um, the other, you know, good shot. I, I, the third one, I think from from Marcus Johansson, uh, he would want that one back. But again, you know, having talked to goalies now for two decades, I'll tell you this. You know they'll tell you when a goal is bad, but there are so many mitigating mitigating circumstances and things mm-hmm. like you know did a defenseman get his stick on the shooter's stick blade? And I thought that might have happened. If that changes the trajectory of that puck by you know three inches, 
and you put your glove out where it looks like it's going to go and it goes over, you know, everyone in the stands and on tel- television is going, ah, that was a bad goal. But you just didn't see other things that happened. Um, Kemper has had a really hot and cold season. It's been it's been kind of weird. Um, yeah. You know, he's uh, one of the top goaltenders in the league when it comes to steals. You know, and, and that's when a, a goalie essentially puts a team on his back and wills them to victory. He's got four. Charlie Lindgren has four. Um, uh, you, you know, that, that, that's that's among the best in the league. But then he's also had those games where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. that, that just didn't look right. And and the thing that's been a recurring theme for Darcy, and I think he would even tell you this, are sometimes the Capitals need that big save first, in that first shot, that second shot, just to kind of get into the game get their legs on their, uh, under them, and I feel like too many times this year, whether it's a, you know, um, a good shot or not, that first save, Charlie has made that save and Darcy hasn't, and that just changes the entire dynamic of the game. The Capitals do not play a style and aren't good enough in their, in their kind of arc right now to go down two goals and storm back and win three to two. That's just not who they are. If they can score that first goal or get out of the first period tied 1-1 or 2-2, that's when you are able. That's when you see them uh, uh, able to win because they've been very good in the third period. They're a decent defending team, and the goaltenders have been, for the most part, very good. And they can kind of, you know, with guts and guile and, and veteran savvy, they can lock teams down. But if they are chasing like they did the previous two games, because remember in St. Louis they gave up an early goal too. If they're chasing from early on, I don't want to say it's lights out, but it might be lights out. Tarek, does Coach Carbs look at Koozie the same way I look at a Rubik's Cube? Like, I'm just completely <laughs> confounded by it. Like, I won't, won't even approach it. Like, he's he's trying different lineups with him. He's, he's scratch, healthy scratching him every once in a while. I mean, he just seems like he's super frustrated with him. He's only got 15 points on the season, six goals, nine assists. And I, I'm sure that McClellan would try to move him at the trade deadline if there was a taker. I, I don't know how many takers there are going to be for his huge salary and that limited production. But like, do you think carbs is just like, he's had enough of koozie at this point? I, I don't know if he's had enough, but I can tell you everyone within the organization is frustrated. I mean, you, you simply can't have a player who's making $7.8 million. That's a large percentage of your salary cap producing at the rate that he's producing on a, on a consistent basis. Mm. I, I mean, the reason you keep him in the lineup is because of what he did last night, right? One of those goals was an incredible, incredible elite world-class pass right to Anthony Mantha. Like, that, that's why you keep him in the lineup. And every once in a while, he goes off for a goal and an assist, and that is the difference in the game. That's why you keep him in the lineup. But there are just way, way too many nights where he, it just looks to me and it looks like to everyone else, he's just not – dialed in like he's just out to lunch he's not playing the game you know um uh with the level of focus that that you need from a player who's making that kind of that that much of your cap Mm. you know that combined with with um you know nicholas backstrom you know uh taking the leave early in the season i mean those are your that's your first and second center i mean all apologies to dylan strome but those those guys you got one who can't play physically and you got another that is sometimes out to lunch and it's like it's really hard to win those games and um, I, I, I don't know what the long-term implications are with, with Kuznetsov, because I, I think you nailed it when you said, uh, look, he, he's wanted out. He's wanted a change of, of uh, venue. I mean, he has not been shy about the fact that he is, you know, it's out there. He, he has requested a trade each of the last couple of years 
The Caps have tried to accommodate it, but you can't just trade a player who every once in a while can win a game for you for a bag of peanuts, for for a fourth line or or a late round pick. You, you I mean, they aren't at the point now where they just want rid of him. If they are going to move him, which I think is probably the you know the right move for for the player and for the team, you, you got to get back something. Um, and I, that deal just hasn't materialized. And you know, I, maybe Kuznetsov is also frustrated. He doesn't talk to the media a whole lot, and when he does, he's often kind of silly and and you know doesn't doesn't really tell you a whole lot. Um, but uh, it, it's 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 not a good situation for the player or for the team. And I. You know, let's see what happens here over the next month. I, I'm sure there'll be conversations, but mm. yeah, I, I mean, I, you guys can't see me right now, but I'm just kind of doing a face well, right now, now, which that, I'm sure you know everyone else does. And right. now, Tark, they you know they lose a tough one last night, and they got to fly to Denver last night, so they're in Denver. Get in late, you know. Who knows what kind of sleep they're getting? And now they're going to play one of the best teams in the league in a back-to-backer, and, and Lindgren will be in net, but. Colorado's minus two sixty on the money line. I mean, they're a huge favorite. So, and there's ten teams right now with more points in the Eastern Conference than the Caps. It's getting to yeah, it, it, it's it's that point, Rand. You you have to win these games. You have to. You are getting to the point in the season, guys. I've covered this team for twenty years, so I've covered good teams, I've covered bad teams, and I've covered the teams that are somewhere in between, which is what this team is. And when you look at the standings, you said there, there's ten teams with more points in the standings. When you look at the standings, it's not just the fact that they've got to get hot at this point. They've also got to get help, mm-hmm. and that's something that's, not, that's really – that doesn't happen a whole lot. Like, you got to have the Islanders and the Red Wings and the Devils, and, you know, you've you got to have three or four teams go cold at the same time that you get hot. Fortunately for the Capitals, while they've kind of gone through this little lull here, the teams around them have also gone through a little bit of a lull. Um, but, I mean – you know, Carberry did not was very succinct last night when he said our season is on the line right now, and it's you know it's unfortunate that they're not playing you know a team that's way behind them in the standings. They're playing Colorado. I was looking at the stats this morning, guys. Dylan Strome and Alex Ovechkin lead the Capitals with 28 points apiece. Uh-huh. <laughs> you look at Colorado. Nathan McKinnon has 77 points. Oh, oh my lord. Rantanen has 60 points. McCarr has 54. And this is a team that has injuries and guys who have taken mental health breaks. Like, it's not like they're, you know, um, they're, they're, they're full strength either. <laughs> you know, like, this is, I mean, they're just, they're, they're playing a different game right now. It's going to be really tough for the Capitals. But, I mean, you know, they, they've got to show up. They've got to show up and they've got to somehow try to get a point. Um, out of this game, get a couple of points, maybe do it against in Dallas, another good team that they've got right after that to close out, um, you know, the first half. Uh, I know they're past the first half, but consider, you know, going into the all-star break. They've got to start collecting points. They've got to string together some wins because, guys, on the other side of the all-star game, they have the hardest schedule in the NHL. Mm, That is not inspiring. Tark, we've got to run, man. Thanks thanks for the info. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep. Tarek I, I believe Colorado has scored the most goals in the league. It's going to be tough. Tough task tonight. Coming up next, we open up EB's entertainment page right here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Chunky's coming to you live on 106. Some of the fan and the team 980 in the DMV. 910 the fan in Richmond. And we are streaming live on the Odyssey app wherever you may be. You can also check us out on the Monumental Sports Network presented by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the junks. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. Spish, EB Cakes, JP, that is the foursome. We'll talk to Scott Abraham about the commander's coaching search coming up at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Coming up at 825, Drake May is rumored to be potentially the number two pick of the draft by the commanders. But are, is everybody impressed with him? We'll tackle that. But right now, time to open up the entertainment page. Get some celebrity scoop from Mr. Bickle. Right. Yeah, Valdez knows how to t- uh, titillate me. What's First your story. leader? What's the Ricky? This is my Ricky. Okay, it's from the New York Post. <clears throat> Remember how there was a period of time there where, like, everybody was into, like, um, like snuggling? Remember that was, like, a thing? Like, like uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Like hugging? Like I there was a so. whole I, scene. Okay. People were into like cuddling. Yeah. I can't remember yeah, what cu- the name yeah, of it was. Like cuddling. Cuddling was big. Yeah, yeah. There were like thing. parties. Cuddling, cuddling. party. <laughs> That's so weird. What? I don't get it. Besides normal life, you don't it was remember? extra. We've talked about that in the years past. All like right, cuddling was like my a memory. thing. I, I can't remember, but it was like a, it was a trend. That people wanted to go and just like hang out and just like cuddle with each other in public or like Cuddle groups. parties, Jason. Cuddle parties. So, <laughs> You just go and So you cuddle. just go to someone's go to JP's on. house and get on the couch and just cuddle. <laughs> you, or or you go to maybe a club and you go and you guys all just spoon each other. Man, there's some weird people out there. All right. Well now they're saying the new party scene is co ed saunas. I just wanted to cuddle. I just wanted to cuddle. Now I think saunas are unreal. We know you love saunas. And the picture is kind of titillating, right? Because it's a guy in there and it's like his underwear and his girls in there and they're, in there, uh, you know, whatever. They're scantily clad. You don't go in there with a lot of clothes. Yeah, right, obviously. Sure. Um, I actually go in the sauna butt naked, but I have a towel. Yeah. Okay, so I, I've gone in the sauna sometimes with old guys and they have the towels on the seat and hog, you know. <laughs> that's just, when I, that saw, when I sauna, that's how I do it. Really? You do? I lay a towel down on the bench and just sit on the towel. No, I just wrap and the towel nothing around. over top. No, hog Man, out. That's weird. You're bespeckled hog. Yeah, it's <laughs> out there for everybody to see. <laughs> Usually, no one's in there, but right. Well, but, it'd be a, if but I, if someone but if someone walked in, yeah, they would. I wouldn't. You know I wouldn't. Old get up. guys do Exhibi- that. Exhibitionist. Yeah. <laughs> He's got an exhibitionist streak cover, over there. I cover mine. Hey, you're normal. Yeah, because you know, and but I will say this: they're actually. Someone told me once that there are like sauna pornos. <laughs> and somebody told you. Right. Somebody <laughs> told me somebody sauna you. pornos. Right. Somebody told you. You have that. no idea yourself. I've never seen it. <laughs> Haven't confirmed. Can you, ma- that, can you imagine that being that obsessed with saunas? You search <laughs> out sauna porno. <laughs> no, somebody told if there's me. Anybody, it's I this know. guy. Somebody told me. And our phones are listening, so <laughs> yeah. it's going to pop up on mine. I'm sure. I know. Listen. Yeah. Let me just say, somebody told me about that. <laughs> Such a smash. It is the absolute last thing you think about when you're in a sauna. I got to tell you. has to be. The sauna over at Norbeck, which I love. And usually I'm there around 11 o'clock, and it's a great window where I don't have any old guys coming in there with their hogs out or anything. I'm usually in there by myself. Sweet spot. Nine times out of ten. A couple guys in the gym, but by the time they get in there, I'm I'm usually out. It's 220 degrees in there. It's so hot. 
you know, I, I have my timer. I'm listening to my music. By the 15th minute, I'm near death, okay? The last thing you're thinking about is, is hitting skins. It's the absolute last thing. So Do you I, make sure – here's my question because I've done sauna, not very often. I've I actually did it a couple now. weeks ago, um, and there were like five or six people in there, all right? Everybody was ha- had their towel around mm-hmm. them, but if and there's levels of the sauna, right? Yeah. There's the the low I bench, but then the you can one. you can be high. High is high, and then if you're like man spreading, you know, you got your ground. legs spread. It doesn't matter if you had a towel. The hog would be like shown. Like you'd walk right in if some dude's like no, man. I, I, you make like sure a, the legs like are kind of closed. A skirt. I'm like a chick yeah, with a skirt. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I'm not trying to you know. Have my slinky out there for right. everybody. I've, I've been in the same sauna as you. I've never considered going, taking the higher ground. I just walk in, and there's the spot <laughs> to the right. That's my spot. Do you go in there and do you pour the water on to get the extra no, steam? I don't, get the extra the, I, don't, I don't need extra heat. I it's, guarantee it's, though, Cakes is one heated. of those guys who flips the timer. No, I don't. I actually don't? just look at, I look at my watch. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I have mine on a timer, 15 minutes, because I was doing 20 minutes, but then I read somewhere there is a sweet spot. And 15 minutes is good. If you could, for some reason, this makes no sense to me. They did a study that if you did 20 minutes a day, like four days a week or whatever, you had a higher yeah. risk of heart disease. <laughs> if you did 15 it's minutes fine. a day, it was fit. great for you. I don't really know. I don't extra know five minutes. I don't know the rules. It, maybe it's just a flu. Dries your result, heart out. But, but the <laughs> last time I did it. Dries your heart out. It can't pump the blood. I don't know. And the last time I did it. And look, I probably do it four times in a year. Yeah. Okay, I'll just every once in a while I'll decide to pop in. But my thing is, if I go in there and there's three guys that it's have already been in there, I just want to beat those guys. It's not a competition, but... You want to be in there longer? Yeah, because they've been in there for a while. Like, I don't know how I know, long I, know, I should I be in, and I don't want to feel like a loser. Like, Most I was in there for three like, minutes, like and I walk out, and these guys right. are like, that yeah. guy couldn't last Most, long at all. No, they're it, not thinking about the you. The good news is, it's so oppressively hot. No one's setting a world record in there. No, hey, no, I'm not trying to set a world record. Hey, like would you, would yeah. you go, at, go in a co-ed sauna? Sure. Sure. Okay. I would, 100%. But I'm just telling you, there would be no hanky-panky because it's 220 degrees. I'm just trying to this slow one, it through. This one is 185, so that seems like a big difference. It is, that is actually a big difference. Seems like you could carry on a conversation. Yeah, some guys like to talk. I just keep my cans in. I keep my headphones in. I can't well, determine if I like I'm the, looking at a different set of cans. I can't determine if I like <laughs> the steam room better than the sauna. I've never... I think I might like steam better than sauna. Maybe at the Chicago Highlands, I think I maybe did a steam room, but I wasn't as sophisticated as I am now. <laughs> I'm, I, I basically consider myself a sauna expert. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't, I, it seems like it seems like that it could be a place for sexual tension. That, but I'm, I, I know. Where, where but that's what I'm just, saying. You're everyone's not, like sweaty. Sweaty's kind of yeah, seems kind of sexual. Opposite sex. Barely freaking breathe. I just don't know how you. I don't know how you. Yeah, it. I don't see how you could be with somebody else, or God forbid, like be by yourself oh in the sauna. Don't <laughs> <laughs> even give me that thought. <laughs> uh, now, that, now that thought's in that my head. That doesn't happen. Now that thought's in my head. Guys are not by themselves in a sauna somewhere near you. Well, some point, I think it's extremely the door, rare. The door swings yeah. open. And you just you're dropping something else on the coals. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm sure it happens I mean, because no we've way. seen people do it while they're driving. <laughs> no one's doing that in the sauna. Probably. What, what I think, what I love is that you actually believe those sauna pornos you're watching are real, <laughs> and that it's really 220 well, degrees think, in there. No. He also used to think the casting I'm, I'm couch not, was real. Well, no, no one's doing that. I mean, the article he's printing off is just—it's like a mingle thing that, in New York where people—it's like a conversation thing. Understood. I just went to that next level. Believe me, yeah, they're having I've sex afterwards. So I've been told about those and. I know they're not doing it in 210 degrees. Trust me, there's no heat in that sauna. For them I, told, doing a- I told you when I was in Mexico with my wife, we had sex in a steam room. All right, now, was this... Is steam- that before or after your iPad got stolen? Or am I mixing Probably at up... the same time. Oh, no, it was right. a public steam room. It was on a resort. Right. I mean, it was butt trashy. Yeah. What you did. Yeah. Well, how, now was the steam? See, I, I can't... I don't really have it, a good file in a steam room. So I think you guys want to be caught. So you, did, could, you couldn't it? lock a door, could you? I, I don't remember. Yeah, but, but what do they care? Know. They're in Mexico. I, they don't know, I know anybody. But somebody could have just walked right how in. Hot? It was butt hot and butt steamy. Yeah. Couldn't see two feet in front of you. And, but you were titillated. Titillated. She was wearing a bikini, looking good. That was all. There are hilarious, again, <laughs> I, I'm embarrassed, but I do. I, I'm a sucker. I watch a lot of Instagram reels. There are hilarious Nuh-uh. reels <laughs> that women post about their husbands, how, like, for a fl- fleeting second, They'll be in their underwear or something, and then, like, a dog to, uh, like, raw meat or something. A guy's all of a sudden, like, humping her leg or something. You know what I mean? Like, when guys are so titillated mm-hmm. by the slightest moment of anything. Yeah. Um, or, like, what, what there, there, was one, there was one kind of funny thing where this guy's out there grinding. He's, like, in the garden. He's really working hard. And all of a sudden, she says, hey, you want to come inside and have it? And he drops the shovel. He throws it in the air. He sprints in the house. Guys are just well, anything to avoid pulling weeds. Hey, I mean, well, that's you, just the you, worst. you realize the the next iteration of this or the evolution of of I guess coed saunas, right? Yeah, swinging saunas. <laughs> I know. You I'm, okay. it. I'm just telling you. Right, you, though, you that... go in there. You and your wife go into sauna, and another couple are in there sauna, and then you're pouring pineapple juice. <laughs> you're really taking it to the over next the rocks. level. <laughs> Pineapple. I like yeah, the way pineapple. the brain works, yeah, though. I, I see why you picked yeah. pineapple. Yeah. I'm just saying that's the next. You think that works? I I, I don't know. <laughs> you sure you don't know Drabdos? Ask Trap. <laughs> yeah. Meet me at Horbeck. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice one. Yeah. I'm just saying. I was saying swinging saunas. That's mm-hmm. the next one. That's right. the next. If anybody's ever had sex on a sauna with their wife, like 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 Drabby, call in. Yeah, he said steam know. room. Okay, no, I know, but he's had steam room. Yeah, either or. Sauna. If you've ever been on a honeymoon, or was that your honeymoon, or it was just regular no, trip? No, this is 2012. We weren't even married. It was my brother's wedding. Oh yeah, I mean you were so horny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. Yeah, well, I mean, would that happen now at 40 if you and no your wife? No chance. Huh? No chance. Wait right. for your brother to keep the wedding okay. nice and, and small and uh, close to home. In Mexico. <laughs> right. well, there was like eight people there, right? Okay. There was another funny bit that I saw that made me laugh. I don't know. These stupid things make me laugh. But this comedian said, you know, um, if I bought a house and, um, and, I, and I was promised that, you know, my bathroom and my toilet mm-hmm. and my toilet only worked. When I first got it, my toilet worked all the time, every time. But then my toilet only worked once a month. I'd be pretty... Unhappy, sure. Right? If my toilet pissed. only worked, but I was right. promised that my toilet would work every time, right? Every day, right? But if my toilet only works once a month or once every two months, I'd be pretty pissed. So he's saying his sex life slowed down. <laughs> well, well, yeah, just yeah, he's 
your wife promises mm-hmm. you that it's gonna you know, we're gonna have this great life and, and all of a sudden now you you know funny <laughs> thought it was funny I guess I'm the only guy in the country well then then you're in the sauna uh, with the solo time if that's the case <laughs> no if your toilet's working I'm once telling a month. you <laughs> it's the least sexual place I, I can't I tend imagine. to agree it, it's so hot and oppressive but you do but it's like yoga you feel silly when you come out of it oh yeah you feel great you feel refreshed. I think I've been told there are yoga videos, too, though. I've been told. <laughs> but with women wearing yoga yeah. pants, probably. I, just, I, I imagine. I imagine. At least that, for part of the videos. <laughs> that, that, that the conversation, it's, it, it ramps up when everyone leaves. Like, you kind of make eye contact, maybe talk yeah, a oh, little you, bit. Oh, you mean and if then you're when, in then a... when you're leaving, then when you're heading out, you go, hey, the, hot in there, wasn't it? Or something like that. <laughs> if you're, if, Is that what they say? Yeah. If, you're, if you're in a co-ed one. Yeah, yeah. Right. All right. No one, literally it's zero like a, people have called. Like a sauna sex in there. Sauna. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. sauna sex is not a thing. Yeah. It drabs right. Obviously, in the, in an adult situation, there, there's no heat. How's your home video contest going? <laughs> You can always submit your home videos. 25 years. Big Pickle Productions. <laughs> I think I bought the rights to that at one point. You still own the rights? You still, a website. The still have that? Didn't you have a website? Big yeah, Pickle I did. Or... That was EB's world. But I didn't have one for Big Pickle. <laughs> hey, That's Pickle. a side venture. Yeah. Speaking of steamy, did you see Tiffany Amber Thiessen's 50th birthday picture yesterday? I know Just you like towel. it. No. I like it. You like it when How I wore broad. For 50? Yeah. She looked good. She, looked good. she looks the same as she did 20 years ago. <laughs> I mean... I, I mean, actually, her face looks a little different. Okay. You can tell well, she's mean, older. You, yeah, you, but she she looked good. I didn't see it. You, I was freaking, You would kill for your wife to Chant- look like that at 50. Chantilly. Hey, you speak for yourself there. Um, <laughs> well, I'd be sized if my wife looked like that. Right. 17 um, years. What was it on on Instagram or something? Where was it? was it on her Instagram. All right, so yeah. I'm going to go to anywhere. Just she's, Google. What she's is she? I got on her Instagram right now. She's, what, a, she's in a bed sheet. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half naked. Right. Collecting ADs on her on her foot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Everybody loves the ADs. For ADs, don't they? Yeah. Damn, people get sized. Kelly Kapowski <laughs> was a lot of a lot of people's one seed. <laughs> Kelly Kapowski. Yeah. What was the other girl name that was in uh, Showgirls? Elizabeth Berkeley. What was her character? I name? don't know. Jesse Spano. Oh, Jesse. How do you that's, know that? That's their wheelhouse. Yeah, we're this is older. Like, it's like your. Uh, what's, you know, it's like, it's like me knowing the Fonz. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what you your guys' happy days is from uh, Welcome Back, Connor. Yeah, we know Joni. They're not familiar with me knowing Hawkeye. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I have in here? My wife texted me once when I was in the sauna, and so I just texted her back a picture of me in the sauna. I'm going to show cakes. Right? Because it's creepy. Were you trying to titillate your wife? I actually wasn't trying to titillate my wife. I was just showing her. I was like, I'm in the sauna You were sexting her? Yeah, that was my sex. (laughs) That picture looks like something out of, like, a low-budget Swedish horror movie. I'll show you during the I mean, break. That is not sexy at all. All right, got to take a break. Coming up next, some interesting comments about somebody who the commanders might draft a QB. We'll tackle that next here on the Junkies. Hey, just a little mention. Mike Marr has been working on the show now for a couple weeks, a couple months. And he one of the things that he's doing is too. he's putting up YouTube videos <laughs> of the show. And right. we haven't really promoted it enough. We should promote it And I it think more. finally... I'm in sync with him for the first time that I'll put up the videos on our Twitter and I'll put them up on our Facebook. So follow us on our Facebook, facebook.com slash the junks. So there'll be a link to the YouTube videos he's putting up and follow the YouTube page and also on Twitter. So 
You can check those out, facebook.com slash the junks, also uh, at junks radio on Twitter. I do stand by my original observation that he's not nearly as chipper as he once was. Mike Moore? Yeah. yeah he's yeah. tired. The early, the early hours. It's to Taking a toll on no the most chipper kid I've ever met. Probably right. <laughs> I've <laughs> never met a guy that walked into work every day the way Mike Marr did and r- literally fist bump everybody, big yeah. giant face. Now, he is just. I'm a- guessing no fist bump today. No, no, no fist bump. No. It's been a while. He's, since I, I, no, he just comes in and says, how you doing? He doesn't do the he's fist still bump. Up. He's, he's a fist bump. He's, he's still- not up. He doesn't tell me all about his. But like Stone Temple Pilot said, he's half the man he used to be. You're half the man he used to be. You're half the man you used to be, Mike. No, I'll bring back the energy. I'll bring it back. No, no, no. I actually don't like to be bothered, so I like it low energy. But it's hilarious to me that this job is sucking the life out of me. It's also, it's every day now. So any grind, you know, like think about uh, the famous speeches that coaches give. Yep. If they're pumping up a baseball team, they can't do that 162 times. They can't be raw, like raw. Pacino speech in any given yeah. Sunday. Such right. a great speech. Yeah, the lack of Z's, I mean, you know, affects <laughs> everyone. But maybe i got to switch up the playlist walking in here in the morning. Maybe I'm going a little too slow vibes, you know, playing. Uh, maybe i come back with, like, some Leonard Skinner or something tomorrow morning. Oh, you think it's the music <laughs> that you're playing? What, 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 what are you playing playlist to walk into work to? No, I mean, I just listen to music in the car. I mean, I'm kind of just joking. Oh, okay, but maybe it. do, like, Get Rich or Die Trying 50 Cent. Come mm. in with some extra juice tomorrow, and then, uh, you know. It'll pump you up around. a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, you're doing a good job with the videos. We'll mm-hmm. get them up, promote them as much as possible. People, check it out. Um, you can check out the YouTube videos. Yeah, and what is the exact page where all the YouTube videos is that our 1067 the fan page? Yeah, 1067 the fan, and then there the playlist is the sports junkies if you just want to watch junkies content. Gotcha. Right. And mm-hmm. you know it, you know, I'd prefer that we get a lot of views on that. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? That's that's optimal. Right. Yes. <laughs> That'd be great. It'd be nice if we got a lot of views on it. I, may, I actually make no money from it, but the state yeah, we know, certainly be profitable. <laughs> but I, you know, just for swagger, I'd like to have a lot of views on it. Yeah. Bragging rights, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like when we used to get the podcast numbers from the whole company. Mm-hmm. It was we were right up. There. It was nice that we were one of the top. I think we were the. Were we number one? No, maybe number two. Maybe number maybe one. Number I think maybe we were up there. At one point, might have been number one. Might have and, been number and two. And we were a local show compared to like national shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so. Anyway, all right, we wanted to kind of get into this audio from Randy Mueller, who used to be a GM, I believe, with the Saints. Um, interesting take on Drake May. Now, a week ago, the conventional wisdom, and so much can change before the draft because we're going to be nitpicking these guys, going to be watching everything they do. They're going to be diving into, you know, all of their – their tests, like the Wonderlick, the S2 cognition test, well, which the apparently... F- the S2 yeah. like, has, has lost a lot of luster after C.J. Stroud bombed it, and then he obviously had a great rookie year. Right, but then the Combine, people are going to be pouring over the tape. But kind of a week ago, everybody thought Drake May is the second-best quarterback. He's going to number two. Now Mel Kuyper came out, and we talked about this yesterday, said Jane Daniels is the number two quarterback to Caleb Williams. Yeah. Well, here's what Randy Mueller says about Drake May. For me, Caleb Williams is special. I don't know that I've seen a kid like him uh, come out, and for that reason, in a long time, uh, for that reason, I I think the Bears are, once they gather information and give it all due process, I'm imagining that's who they're going to pick. I am not a Drake May guy, so I'm not the Mm. right guy to throw bouquets that way. I just haven't seen anything that wows me, and I don't want to beat the kid up. He's, He's been 
for whatever reason, some people like him. That's just not my style. But I do like Jalen Daniels. I actually like J.J. McCarthy as well. Mm. And I think both of these guys will be in the mix for top 10 type selections wow. when the process, when all of the dust settles. So I think you could make a case for any of those three being picked in the top six or eight picks and no doubt. The Drake May one, uh, maybe at some point I'll come around, but I've seen a lot of film and I'm still waiting to be impressed. I think a lot of times early in that evaluative process, the outsiders, the people not in NFL buildings, build up these players Hmm, and they take a liking to them in September and come hell or high water, they're going to keep selling. They're going to keep pushing. And I'm just not buying that Kool-Aid until I actually get my eyes on them. And here's the other thing to keep in mind. Really, none of the coaches have even been heard yet. Right. And I find that history shows me once the coaches get involved as well, they tend to kind of line up with those of us that have done it for a living for a long time. And so I think there'll be a more clear consensus the further we get into this. And I I think, obviously, too, until they have a head coach here, we don't know what style even they're looking for. With with right. May, I'm I'm curious. What is it that you haven't seen? Some people compare him to Justin Herbert. Do you even see that at all? I know the size and, and and all that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is you just hit on it. The size is what everybody sees. Everybody sees six four, two hundred and twenty pounds. Um, but I don't see elite arm like yeah. Herbert. I don't see elite anticipation or processing like Herbert. Um, so there's some things that I don't think that's a good comparison. I see more of a little bigger Mac Jones. That's what I see. Somebody like that. I think his arm strength to me is, is ordinary for NFL levels, but the bigger thing to me is inconsistent accuracy and inconsistent timing within structure to anticipate throws. I struggle with that. I just haven't seen that. Wow, I got it. Now that's on the John Con podcast. If your comp is Mac Jones, I got to start watching these. No, again, that's one. That's one person's understood. opinion. It is, but that's a and, long time NFL executive. It's, it's way yeah, more. Important but there are other executives that say he's got a great arm. It's more important. I know. That's the first thinks, I've heard of that. Yeah. But it's interesting. That is a terrifying. I will say this comparison. I, I will say this. Now you guys, you can diminish this guy, but he is a long time. So I think he's got a valid opinion. Maybe wrong. Maybe right. Who knows. Mm-hmm. But when I told you I like J.J. McCarthy, you guys all mocked me. I like J.J. McCarthy. Not at two. Yeah, but you don't like him at two. (laughs) Maybe not at two, but I'm just telling you, when I watched him, I liked it. That that looks like a pro quarterback to me. Yeah, but Mm. you can't. That could be the case, but you cannot bypass. Like, Jaden. if you think Jaden Daniels is special, like more special than Drake May, you can't punt that away and say we're going to pick McCarthy at 15 and trade down. This is not the time to do that. He may be proven right, but I – I've seen more opinions from you know people plugged in much more positive on Drake May than that. Yeah, that's what like I'm Tim saying. Hasselbeck, Tim Hasselbeck. Tim Hasselbeck. Look, look, Tim Hasselbeck's one guy on ESPN, but he said in his 15 years or however many years he's been on ESPN as an analyst, he was the best quarterback prospect he's seen. This is this is what he says. This is what Hasselbeck says. Drake May is to me about as perfect of a prospect that I've seen in 15 years. I know, I know. It's crazy. It's just it's a matter of opinion. Eye of the beholder, right? I mean, it's kind of crazy that they're that spread out. Um, but that's what he thinks. That's crazy. I've, I've watched but just the highlights. They're gonna study the, everybody every looks good throw. in the highlights. And Drake May that's why you gotta in watch the highlight every tape, throw. He's rolling to his right, throwing fifty yards downfield, dimes. You gotta pick a game and just do every throw. 
Yeah. I might have to. I might have to bring back the. Evaluation. It may have to fire that machine okay. back uh, up. It's the I most did. important year. Who cares? It yeah. seemed very. It seemed very convincing. I just yeah. know he's a longtime NFL and executive. I, he's in the XFL now, or you? Not I was sure trying to look is. at his resume. You can try to diminish him. I'm not diminishing him. I'm just giving you an update. I need to find my FUBAR list because I'm putting Drake May on it. His last job. You were convinced. Oh, jeez. You were convinced. One guy. Where's my marker? One guy. So easily swayed. We could, in five minutes, to find someone saying the same thing about Caleb Williams. Then he can, all right. Find an NFL executive. You're going to listen to the guy running the Seattle Sea Dragons. I might. He knows more than anybody else in this room. He's been running the Sea Dragons this year before. Before that, the Houston Roughnecks. Before that, the Salt Lake Stallions. But before that, Chargers, Dolphins, hey, just, Saints, and Seahawks. Just, just think about it. Mac Jones is so toxic that oh, if you get mentioned I in the know. same breath as him, that, yeah. you immediately but, go on Cates' food bar list. That's what did it. That's what, that's that's what did it. The word Mac Jones. Jones. Right. A bigger Mac Jones? I, I'm sorry. So you're out. I have to Are put ways. Officially out on Drake May. Want no part of him? Did Mac Jones no, win the Heisman? <laughs> huh? Mac Jones won the Heisman? Who cares? I know. I'm that, just saying. That's been the rookie season was really good. Quarterback. Quarterback. No, he didn't, didn't win the Heisman. Didn't. He didn't. Not Did, sure. But didn't Devontae Smith win that year? Uh, okay. Yeah. Didn't Ty Detmer win the Heisman <clears throat> at some point? I mean, yeah, I know there are a lot of dogs. I understand. At quarterback. Heisman. Right. I'm gonna, get that, uh, that out of here. I know, but that's you know, kind of Jaden Daniels things. Okay, I just won the Heisman. I care about the Heisman, not one iota once you make the transition to the pros. It means... Less than nothing. Do you remember off the top of your head what happened in their game? Yeah, but against... you love Caleb Williams. Yeah, but I don't love him just because he won the Heisman. Like I don't, I don't put much stock. Actually, put no stock. Yeah. In that. Cakes, Cakes isn't saying we got to draft him high because he won the Heisman. Yeah, no, I get. It. I mean, I would never say. I that. think the guy to watch on who they're going to draft, whether it's Drake May, assuming Caleb Williams goes one, whether it's Drake May. Or uh, Jay Daniels is Rick Spielman, who's part of the committee. Well, he's got and a, Spielman does a mock draft every week. Him? He's got a throbber for Caleb Williams. Oh, yes, yeah. Well, he's not not for Ca- Drake May. He's not getting Caleb Williams. I know, but my point we is, who's, what does he say about Maybe they move Drake up. May? There's Maybe no, they make a there's no chance Chicago's if they love Drake or uh, Caleb Williams, he's going to be the future. What if they They're not going to trade. What that if they pick. don't love Caleb Williams? Maybe they don't. They might I'm, just guessing. A possibility. I'm just guessing if every if everyone's saying Drake or uh, Caleb is that much better than Drake May, yeah, and obviously the Bears are kind of desperate for mm-hmm. a quarterback because it doesn't look like they're going to go with Fields, they're not going to trade that pick. Maybe they have Caleb Williams rated the same as Jaden Daniels, <clears throat> and they can't wait to trade the pick. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll find out over the next few months. Do you remember? I would bet against it, but okay. How did Carolina do against Clemson? Did they get smoked? In that game, do you remember? Yes, they lost. Uh, yeah, they lost. And they also lost to Clemson in the ACC. I'm watching game. that game right now. This past year? I think it is. Yeah. I mean, I they lost. Wasn't, a, wasn't it a Saturday night game? Something like that? Yeah. yeah. It looks like night an game. evening game. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't great in that game. It was at Clemson, too. Well, it doesn't matter. It? I'm just watching it. It was at Clemson. I picked one. I wanted to pick a good opponent. <clears throat> I know Clemson's not what they used to be, but still. He's not fast. I just Googled. He didn't play well in that game. I Googled Spielman and Drake May, and this is from way back in October. All right. I like it. All right. But, um, and it's a mock draft that he, you know, they do every week on mm-hmm. CBS Sports. But mm-hmm. Spielman said he would have done everything in his power to trade up and draft Drake May, knowing the drop off a quarterback in this draft class and knowing that Kirk Cousins is set to become a free agent next offseason. Mm hmm. 
Well, let me just tell you, so far in the first half, he looks like Bud. <laughs> Mac Jones I'm just saying, I'm watching. I'm watching right now every throw and then every run. That was a good throw. But I've seen some doo-doo, a, a lot of doo-doo. Dan Orlovsky <laughs> says Drake May is the best quarterback in the 2024 NFL draft class. Yeah, it's weird. Dan Orlovsky also ran out of bounds. Like a clueless. <laughs> it's true, but if, you know. If he said Sam Howell, did somebody else did do he that say this something year? good about Sam Howell? I guarantee you would have said Sam Howell. Of course. Dan Orlovsky loves him. Yeah. So that's what people but do. Ran, like Randy said, Randy said it in a way that was very convincing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just right, well, watching get, him right just now. Get, I'm trying to see if I can. Can you get another NFL exec or Orlovsky or someone that says something good about Drake May? <laughs> or how about one? Tons. Find one. This is actually might even be more challenging. Find one, another one that thinks he's butt. I'm now because that is the first guy I've ever seen that says he's straight butt. I'm fully oh, sure convinced that he is garbage now, Drake May. <laughs> Big hefty bag. You're, you're that swayed May. by one guy. I'm swayed. I'm easily swayed. Well, I'll say this. <laughs> I think Jason, and, and I've said this to him publicly and a million times. Jason is swayed by the height. Jason likes height. Oh, I and like I think, height too. I know, but I think I like height and size. Yeah, I know, but I think he he sometimes fall- credit guys just because they're height. He falls well, into my sweet spot, which is between six three and yeah. six five. It's, it's a harder position to play if you're shorter and it smaller. It is harder, yes. but it, it, it's just just a, go ask Bryce. It's Young. a bonus to me if you're t- if you're tall. It's not a requirement. I'm not saying you're better just because you're bigger. No, but it helps. But I'm saying if you have it's a plus. If you kind of have similar, sure. if you have similar skill sets to a guy who's <laughs> smaller, I'd yeah. rather have the bigger guy. Sometimes the, the smaller guy maybe has a little more wiggle. And also they've their their entire life they've learned how to accommodate that. I don't know, just but still it's a That is officially though your first saying. red flag on Drake May. Looks and like Cakes playing. has him on the FUBAR list. Not yet. Tentatively. He will go on as soon as I get a marker. Eight hundred six three six one oh six seven. You wanna chime in? We got Scott Abraham to give us some commanders news coming up at nine o'clock. Don't go anywhere. All right, we were just talking about a former NFL Executive of the Year, I believe, Randy Mueller in 2000. His comments on Drake May, the quarterback from North Carolina, who on many mock drafts lands here in D.C. to play for the Commanders with that number two pick. The assumption is Caleb Williams goes number one, and now there's discussion who goes number two. If it's a quarterback, is it going to be Jaden Daniels? That was Mel Kuyper's mock draft. And maybe that's who it'll be. Or is it Drake May? Most of the mock drafts had the commanders attack, uh, taking Drake May. You just heard some negative comments from Mueller. Our pal Grant Paulson, who we're going to see on 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 night mm-hmm. at the Bethesda Theater next Friday. He's on the line right now and wants to chime in. What's up, GP? Jeeps. What's going on, boys? How hey, are you? By the way, I enjoyed your segment yesterday when you were having callers um, give you their feelings on the head coaching candidates, what was your overwhelming kind of takeaway from it? People are out on Dan Quinn. <laughs> oh, jeez. They don't get steamed up for a retread defensive mind yeah. who went to a Super Bowl that one time. I don't I'm know sitting across the table from one, too. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you are. Pretty much. Yeah, but what about the guy that um, J.P. Finley tweet, uh, you know, quoted, the NFL executive that said he's by far the best leader out there. And if that's something that they're looking for. Yeah, I think that there are certainly uh, arguments to be made that players like playing for him. I think that's the best argument for Raheem Morris. So I think Mm -hmm. a better, more kind of younger, inspiring version of Dan Quinn. But I just think that you're seeing a trend away from that in the league. It goes without saying we're going to see a sixth consecutive NFC championship game this weekend where both coaches are offensive-minded. 
Uh, you're talking about 13 of the last 14 coaches to play for an NFC title now to lead their teams in this game this weekend that come from the offensive side of the ball. You know, if you want to say Dan Campbell's more a leader of men, I mean, he was an offensive player and an offensive coach. You know, he'd be the, the first like that uh, mm-hmm. in a long, long time. So you got to go back to Mike Zimmer after the Vikings luck box their way with a miracle throw to Diggs into the last coach in the NFC title game that wasn't an offensive play caller type. So uh, you saw it with Brable, proven winner in Tennessee. They moved on from him. They went and got Brian Callahan. It's it's a, it's a different league. It's it's hard to win and sustain that way. I think. All right, so let's get to Drake May, which is why you called. Um, you just heard the the Randy Mueller clip uh, with a bunch of red flags on Drake May. What are your thoughts? Well, I, I just I was cracking up in my car because Cakesy, it's one guess. <laughs> right. He is, uh, I, I, I know, but like, if you comp somebody to Mac Jones in 2024, <laughs> I'm I'm ba- I'm borderline gonna lose my mind, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take that guy off my board. Hey, and often yeah. I don't know if you read Malcolm Gladwell Blink. Oftentimes, your snap judgment is the correct judgment. I see more of a right. little bigger Mac Jones. But what if there's nine so, guys out of ten that compare him to hey, Justin you know Herbert? What? Ultimately, it doesn't matter what Randy Mueller thinks. Yeah. It matters what Adam Peters thinks. If right. Adam Peters thinks. That that Drake May is the guy, then I guess begrudgingly <laughs> I have to trust Are you going to take Peters him off your FUBAR list? I'm, I'm would... going to go out on a limb and say that Adam Peters knows more about football than Johnny Flakes. What would be interesting he does, is he, he does. if they do hire Ben Johnson, yes. and Ben Johnson's got a Carolina connection. He went to Carolina, so right. I'm sure he knows Drake May and Sam Howell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably works knows out. Inside works out. with them in the offseason, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I do not want to besmirch Randy Mueller, longtime guest of the program, sure. good dude. We, we we bumped into each other in XFL circles. Like, I like the guy a lot. Executive of the year. Knows more about football and fingernail than I do. The comp to Mac Jones makes no sense. It's one of the worst comps I've ever heard in my life. Why? The only, here's what those guys have in common. They're white and they play quarterback. <laughs> Drake May's athletic. He's mobile. He can he, run he a little bit, yeah. He's come from he, an athletic family, for sure. He was the most successful third-down scrambler in college football last year. Mac Jones has cinder blocks for feet. I don't understand that comparison at all. And Might have been arm strength. I think, I think arm strength. Was, I think he was relating it to arm strength, to be honest. Trick May has plenty of arm. I think he, so, too. I would say yeah. he has above-average arm. I mean, if you look at some of the metrics that are coming out now, <clears throat> uh, passing grade on first and second read throws since 2022, he's number one in FBS among minimum quarterbacks with a minimum 100 attempts. If you look at uh, – you know, passing grade on straight dropbacks, time to throw 2.5 seconds or less. So, like, you know, these are pre-designed, premeditated things. He's number one. Caleb Williams is number seven. Uh, if you look at, um, you know, not leaving the pocket when it's clean and percentages of guys that do that, scramble rate, non-pressured dropbacks. Jaden Daniels is up near 10%. Justin Fields was 8%. You know, Drake Mays down closer to upper sixes, low seven. Like, all of the metrics, suggests that this guy's a decent player. GP's a May guy. Uh, you're think, you're a Ben Johnson May guy. I've already forgotten, and I was listening yesterday. Who was your no for? My no as a head coach? Yes. It was Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. If my no is Eric Bieniemy. If the, and I, I've gone Bien-Ami, on record. But, yeah, but Bieniemy's not getting it. And I know, and I laugh about it. <clears throat> but if, but people, I don't even count him as a candidate. Yeah, of course you shouldn't. You shouldn't. But they did interview him, and there are still loyals here that think absolutely they. I, I don't care that he you know deserves an opportunity. That's not for me. Like I just want the best coach. 
And so you know I'm he's sure not he the guy. You know I'm sure he not. deserves it based on the past, but I don't care. But somewhere else. Because he had a 70-game audition here, and it sucked. But So my dream, yeah, going back to the fall, like when I closed my eyes and I put my little head on my pillow and I dreamed about what was possible, was Adam Peters, Ben Johnson, and a QB. At that time, I didn't think they'd be picking second. I was thinking maybe right. Jaden Daniels, like seven. <laughs> right. But now the possibility of – a golfish type May in this offense, which the comp that you hear way more often than Mac Jones, by the way, is Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having said that, uh, that triumvirate to me is uh, is salivate over that. All right, it's let me great. ask you though. I wanted to finish my question, Grant. If yeah. I'm sorry, it was a long build up, <laughs> but but here's the point. Like everyone universally says they love Adam Peters. I like him. Seems great. I don't know. Proof will be in the pudding, you know, in three years. But he seems great. But if he hired Eric Bieniemy, that would tell me Adam Peters is a buffoon. That he's got everyone's, uh, you know, he's, like not he's literally that. a moron. He's not going to do that. So I know that's not true. So I know it's not going to happen. Correct. Who would be that? So for you, if they hired Dan Quinn, are you going to go that hard? I would be heartbroken and crestfallen. So, but you trust Peter? Like you got, you're all in on Peters. What if he likes him? Do you I don't trust, trust him? him implicitly to say, well, Dan in Peters, we hire. trust. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I, I'm still going to be a critical thinker. If he hires Dan Quinn, I'm going to say he got you. He tricked you in that meeting. But my point is, if if Adam Peters wants to hurt me so bad, just kick me in the chin. Like, don't hire Dan Quinn. Yeah, just just hit me when I'm not looking. I mean, just do the right thing. I, I'm dreaming on Ben Johnson, and then as a deep you know coordinator, Adam look Peters out for is too. He's too smart and put together to I hire agree. Dan Quinn. What if he hired Raheem Morris? That would be a better version. Like for me, Johnson's an A plus. Slowick and McDonald are A minuses, B pluses. Uh, Raheem Morris is a C because I don't I don't do defensive head coaches generally, but he did coach on the offensive side of the ball, plugged in with the Shanahan McVay trees, could get a pipeline to coordinators. Players love playing for him. What about Anthony so Weaver? There that I can work with it. They they want like a Ravens model. Anthony Weaver is a assistant head coach. Yeah, I, I just don't think you pay six billion dollars for a team to, to give it to a guy that no one had heard of. You know, outside of the league a month ago, I, I don't. The only that. thing, the only thing I'm concerned with, and I brought this up earlier, is I mean, I, I hope Ben. John, you know, you you have Jay on all the time. He tells you guys, I listen to it. You know, Ben Johnson looks great with those weapons. Wait till he comes over here with this trash. Okay, <laughs> well, you don't know, trash. You don't know who's going to be on the roster. Okay, yet. but that's not going to be a complete overhaul. I'm I mean, just... it will, but it won't be all great. Uh, um, but, but you know what's better with <laughs> trash, if to use your word, not mine. Yeah. Is, Smart people, right? So he'll get more out of that, right? Let's hope. Yeah, they're, they're going to have to get the quarterback right. They're going to we got to we, we got to run. You know how it works. Um, Stay strong, Casey. Stay hey, strong. Hey, I will. Next Friday is going to be fun. He's not going to budge now, bro. <laughs> we'll see you next Friday at Bethesda Theater. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah, I'm excited, boys. See ya. Yeah, All right, right, we'll continue the conversation with our next guest, Scott Abraham from Channel Seven WJLA. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. You can listen to us on 910 The Fan in Richmond, and we are streaming live in the Odyssey app. Take us wherever you may be with that Odyssey app. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. All right, we just heard from Grant Paulson. He called and all fired up about uh, K 
Cakes putting Drake May on his FUBAR list because Randy Mueller said he's, he's, going he's overrated. Right, this is what I'm right. predicting. I'm predicting he's taking. A, he's going to take him off the FUBAR list. Now, yeah. At some problem. point. Why? Because, because Grant said oh, that? No, I'm no. Always... At some point he's going to take it based on either someone else saying that or watching him. Here's the thing. The FUBAR list is not always 100% scientifically accurate. You got Mike Evans on there. He's kind of silly. Mike Evans and Camara right. because they burned me in fantasy last year, made the list. Mike Evans had it. 13 touchdowns. He had a monster year. Yeah. Burned me. Right. So may, maybe maybe Drake May goes here. Maybe he gets mm-hmm. erased and I slot Drake May right I in I like there. how you have a movie theater up there. The Udvar Hazy. It's never going off. Uh, yeah. of dra- I think it was Drab or, or uh, the East no, 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 Yeah, I saw, I saw the new Top Gun there. Yeah. It, they uh, they <laughs> so had the worst stays. seats in the world. No air conditioning. <laughs> it deserves a spot. It's an awful theater. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we're g- we're going to continue the conversation uh, about the Commanders' quarterback, the, the coach with Scott Abraham, who covers the Commanders. Hey, Scott. Good morning, fellas. How are you, hey, Scott? Scott. I, I I tweeted I was feeling cocky after I did that hit with you. Was it on Monday? And I said I was great. <laughs> uh, when is that yeah, airing? Man. Is that airing tonight? It's- it's airing tonight, nine o'clock. I mean, it was uh, it was that great television. So I always you. appreciate you. Why was it so great? I'm just great. I mean, he was just he was. He, you know, when you're in the zone, like when you're Thank locked you. in. Like, yeah. I mean, he he was laser focused, guys. I'm telling you. What was I'm it on? I know when it was great. it all commanders. And hey, what's the trick, Scott? Yeah, yeah. How <laughs> do we do? <laughs> that brings yeah. up a good point. So I, I've I've had EB on my show. I've had JP. I'm going to ask Cakes one of these days. Bish, are you a TV guy? Would you do a TV segment with me? Negative. Sorry. It's <laughs> just so. a Zoom. I, I would do it. Yeah. I would do it. Probably with not. Scott. Is there? Can Can you pay me a little bit? It's a Zoom uh, hit. Yeah, those, those, uh, those days are over, guys. I'm sorry. All right. Well, we can talk. We can talk. All right. We, yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, so where do you where do you stand on this? I mean, I know we discussed it on on yeah. Monday, but uh, uh, head coaching search, quarterback. Where do you you start? Let, let's go, head coach. Do you have a lean? So, I mean, I think I'm with the majority of whether the fan base and you know certain media members. I think Ben Johnson's the front runner. Uh, obviously, what he's done with Detroit and to kind of revitalize the career of uh, Jared Goff it has been it's been it's been a fun offense to watch now. I look at a guy like the Bobby Slowick, offensive coordinator mm-hmm. with the Texans, and he kind of intrigued me because he takes over kind of like a dumpster fire down there. They were not supposed to be where they are this year, and what he's done with a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud, uh, big play offense, and he's really blossomed in year one, uh, C.J. Stroud. So I think that has a lot to do with Bobby Slowick, which makes me mm-hmm. lean toward and looking at the commander situation where it's going to be a similar situation to what the Houston Texans went through, where they're probably going to have a young rookie quarterback. Who knows who, who they're going to pick with the number two NFL draft, where Slowick has already worked his magic with that type of a young quarterback. Could he do the same here in Washington? So I think Slowick is a very intriguing option for me. All right, so are you totally against the defensive guys, the Aaron Glenns, the Raheem Morris's, um, you know, the Dan Quinns? Yeah, I mean, I, I lean offense just because w- what's everybody talking about? What what yeah. do we believe the commanders are going to do with that number two pick? All signs point toward quarterback. It only makes sense for the head coach to have that offensive structure, that offensive mindset to be paired with a young rookie quarterback. I just think that makes much more sense than bringing in a defensive-minded coach, making sure you hit correctly on the offensive coordinator, 
that offensive coordinator's got to mesh well, whatever that young quarterback is. I think it's too many layers and too many factors there. I would just go with the offensive-minded head coach, pair it with a young rookie quarterback, and then you got the new era of Washington football. Hey, Scott, how surprised are you that um, Coach Rivera wants to stay in the game? I think after the season, the four of us all thought he'll probably just go retire in Pebble Beach. Maybe that's ultimately what's going to happen if he doesn't get the game yeah. in Philly, but you dealt with him week in and week out. Huh? Are you surprised that he wants to stay in football? I'm not because over the last several weeks, he's mentioned a couple of times how much he's enjoyed the actual coaching aspect and how much he missed it because that was his framework. That was his foundation before he was a head coach at Carolina, before he was a head coach uh, with the commanders. And, and I think being here in Washington, he was more of like a manager. And he said that multiple times uh, in press conferences. And I know he talked with John Kime of ESPN and with a nice article uh, last week about it. And, and I think I weighed on him. And I think he missed the X's and O's as- aspect of getting in with the guys in the room and looking at film and breaking down uh, plays. So uh, I would not be surprised if he lands somewhere as a uh, consultant or a defensive guy. Uh, I don't know if he's going to get that Eagles job, but I think he still has a lot uh, a lot left in the tank, per se. So you also dealt with Eric Bieniemy a lot. Um, yeah. The four of us kind of focused on the numbers, really. Like last year with Scott Turner versus this year with Eric Bieniemy, about the same. What were your overall impressions of Bieniemy, how he handled the offense? And do you give him a shot? We're not really giving him much of a shot, but do you give him a shot to be the next head coach? I don't know if you give him a shot in Washington because it was very – revealing in locker room clean out day where there was a couple of players that were very vocal and open about the disconnect uh, on offense where, you know, Sam Cosme was very vocal talking about the lack of balance and how almost every play they dropped back and pass and, and, and didn't really develop the running game. Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, touched on it as well. So I think there's a disconnect there with some of the offensive players and Eric Bieniemy and I don't know if that can be fixed or or needs or, or should be fixed uh, if he does get another opportunity. But I think there are some players that were not happy with the way uh, the offensive game plan went. I mean, he had a young quarterback and he was dropping back, you know, 40, 40 plus times a game. And I don't know if that was the right recipe where you have a bulldozer and Brian Robinson Jr. You have a Swiss Army knife and Antonio Gibson Jr. And it seems like the enemy just got past happy trying to create Mahomes 2.0. So I think that was the the problem here in Washington with the, with the lack of balance offensively. Why do you think the new staff interviewed him? I think because there's a respect factor. I mean, he came over with knowing the situation, right? I mean, this was a make-or-break year for Ron Rivera and the coaching staff, and he bet on himself. And I think there's a respect factor of, you know what, you gave Washington a chance and we're going to give you a chance of, um, of trying to be the head coach here. And, and he's – He's more than ready. I mean, I like EB. I, I love, you know, he's a, he's a old school mentality. You guys have heard him, you know, on the press conference. Uh, he comes from that old, old school cloth. Some people like it. Some people don't. I'm more of a kind of an old school guy, get in your face and chew him out type deal. And uh, he'll get an opportunity. I don't know if it's going to be in Washington, but I think there's a respect factor there with the ownership group to, to give him a chance and give him a look. You know, it's kind of interesting just getting back to the draft, how many teams yeah. and, you know, you can go back six, seven, eight years and look at the history of the number or the first round um, quarterbacks that have been drafted. I don't know, in terms of the hit rate, I'm going to guess it's probably 40 to 50 percent. Um, 
and it kind of depends on how you view those those quarterbacks, you know, the Deshaun Watsons of the world. But uh, it's cer- certainly not a, a sure um, surefire you know lock to have a good player at quarterback in the first round. But all these teams are desperate for quarterbacks, right? Chicago, they I, I'm going to bet they're going to trade Justin Fields, maybe to Atlanta, who knows? But uh, and pick Caleb Williams. Washington needs a quarterback. New England needs a quarterback. Um, I think the Giants need a quarterback, Scott. Uh, I don't know if they'll draft one at six, but they need a quarterback. Um, uh, Atlanta needs a quarterback. I think the Jets might look at a quarterback, even though they'll have Rodgers maybe for one or two years, but to kind of groom him. Minnesota, who knows what is going to happen with Cousins, right? Denver. Wilson, he's gone, so they need a quarterback. Just think about it. I just named seven teams yep. in the top 12 and need quarterbacks. Yep. You know? And this is where I'm at with with Washington's number two pick. We all know that quarterback is probably the top discussion, the top target with that pick. Mm -hmm. If the fellows in the room, you know, the front office guys, the new head coach, if they are not completely convinced and sold that this number two pick that they're going to go with a quarterback is going to be a generational talent, going to be a franchise changer, I will not be surprised if they trade back collect some more picks, maybe address quarterback later in the first round or whatnot. I think that's such a critical moment here for the franchise because you're so dependent on this number two pick to be a franchise changer. It didn't work out with Chase Young. We all know what happened there. You better hit on this one, and especially if you go quarterback because it's going to set you back another three to four years if you miss. Did you get a chance to sit down with uh, Peters? What were your impressions? I didn't sit down with uh, Peters yet, but, you know, I was there in the press conference. I, clearly, I mean, they're all words for now. Uh, Million-dollar smile. Uh, he, he hit all the right notes. He struck all the right chords. But I just go back to the fact they're words for now. Uh, you're going to have a great mm-hmm. period. You're going to have a honeymoon period. The proof is going to be in the pudding. Let's call it like it is, fellas. This is a rebuild. This is going to be a rebuild. It's going to take time. You're going to have a lot of new players, a lot of new faces inside that locker room. You're going to have a lot of new coaches and front office guys. And this is you have to give them a couple of years to see how this all plays out. I like the fact that he's a winner. Everything he's touched has been successful. Uh, you look at San Francisco. He was a huge part of that architect of building that team. And right now they're one and went away from the Super Bowl. So, I think he has the chops. I think he has the experience. And the, the fact that he wanted to come to Washington, you know, he was the top target, the top GM target on the market, and he chose to come to Washington. He had other looks, had other opportunities, but he wanted to come to Washington. New ownership group, new era, a lot of draft picks, a lot of salary cap space. Uh, I think that's optimistic, and you got to give the guy a chance in this new regime a chance. Scott, purely a guess, obviously, on your part, but what do you think happens with some of the um, the bigger names on the commanders that are still under contract? I'll just throw out the name Jonathan Allen. Do you think there'll be some surprise moves? Yeah, in, in I mean, office? I think I think anybody – I think – let me just put it this way. I think pretty much everybody um, on that roster is un- – Terry McLaurin and Deron Payne are my basically my two untouchables. Everybody else? I think it's fair game. You, you look at all the expiring contracts, the Cam Curls, the Curtis Samuels, you have a Jonathan Allen who has been very vocal on your program and very vocal in the locker room about uh, his dissatisfaction of the losing and where this franchise is going. Could there be a trade? Uh, I think it certainly could be on the table. I think they're going to look at all 
factors. This is, again, this is a rebuild. This has been a team, a franchise that's been stuck in the mud year after year. Something's got to get blown up. Something's got to change. Something has to be different. And they're going to look at everything. Everything is on the table. Terry McLaurin, Deron Payne, I think they, those are kind of be, going to be the pillars, the foundational pieces, one on offense, one on defense, and you kind of go from there, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott, good stuff. It's Scott Abraham, and you can watch EB with Scott Abraham tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. tonight. Oh, tonight. tonight at 9 o'clock. Tonight, bad. 9 o'clock. All right, thank What channel? Uh, WJLA 24-7, the old news channel 8, guys. There you go. Oh, there, there you there have you it. Go. Great All right. TV. All right. That's Biss, the quote. Biss, I'm calling you next, big guy. Yep, you're getting it. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm getting ready to change my phone out. So you, you might not have my number. So we'll see. My, my number might change. He tapes, though, during the day, so you should you be okay. You can knock it out easy. Hey, man, I'm busy during the day. <laughs> Got to walk my dog <laughs> and yeah. stuff. All right. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, Scott. You All right, pal. Bye-bye. Scott is a nice guy, and again, I get I get a kick out of him because he's the one who always he just goes right to the core. He just you know he asks the dagger question. I'll tell you what that, that guy, and he's not the only one, but people, local TV people, yeah. especially sports and weather, yeah. they, they work all the time. Yeah, they're up early. They're working all day. We're they're, not. They, go, they go to sleep. No, at, we are not cut out. They go to sleep yet. earlier than no, I do, which, no, no. Is, which is hard. I mean, to look do. at my bags already. You yeah. got cut out for that. This, we were this. Well, this is literally destiny for us because we can handle four hours. That's about all we can handle. <laughs> we're delicate flowers. Well, going flowers. back, and you know, I wrote about it in in still barking. But when we had a chance to work for ESPN, <laughs> all we could do is say. So we would have to go yeah. from HFS uh-huh. to DC Studios and be there till five or six o'clock. You we're said, like, nope. we're like, we we need way we more told, money. We li- this we is told ESPN answer. we need way we more told, money. We basically told ESPN and um, ESPN and who else did we tell? Westwood One, the New York and WFAN. Yeah, two of the arguably the biggest sports <laughs> right. entities in the industry. That we were too lazy to do. <laughs> yeah. well, That's the honest to God truth. Yeah. FAN had us. They said, you're turning down get- New York City. Do you understand this? Like, no one ever has ever done this before. Like, you're literally saying no to WFAN. And we said, yeah, F off. FAN, we did do <laughs> well, an extra, I swear to God. We did an extra hour for a while where we would we finish our show at 11 o'clock. Yeah. And then we'd have to sit around and do a live hour specifically for WFAN from 12 to 1. And they kind of said... Well, if you guys do this and, and, and you do it well, then you'll get the full three hours or whatever. You know how I often but, say this? I and eventually say, we're like, But how many you? of those FAN listeners liked us when we wouldn't talk Jets or Giants <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but we or were, Knicks? That's true, but we were working our way. We were building a We following. were trying to, yeah. So hold on. Let me just say this, though. Mm-hmm. I've always said, and I think it's hard to argue. Um, you may l- love Howard I used to love Howard Stern. I, I, I can't stand him now. No one, it's an inarguable, has managed their career better in terms of making money. Mm-hmm. You could maybe make the argument no one's managed their career worse than us <laughs> for turning down opportunities that we have. Mm. Yeah, I could argue. I could make that argument. Well, we would have had to have excelled with those opportunities. Yeah, obviously. but most people would have leapt at because it because ESPN without... people get fired from ESPN all the time. For sure, for sure. And yeah. the show that they went with. Mm-hmm. was called Classic Now. We shot a pilot, and they gave us an offer, and we asked for double and all that <laughs> stuff. And we were a complete pain in their ass because yeah. originally, I mean, Cakes was okay. shopping for, like, spots in Orlando. I was. He was That's right. Properties. <laughs> but originally, they wanted us to move, and we're like, nah, yeah, no, no, we're not going to move. We're going to assist. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, that show, 
Classic Now lasted seven months. Right. right. That guy, one of those guys that hosted I know that show, he, had, he got like $15 million to do Today Show later. Good Morning America. Yeah. yeah. Right. Josh Elliott. Yeah, one yeah, guy, but hey, you'll never know. Things but happen you know for what? a reason. You know why? Things happen for a reason. Because I was only cut out for four hours. <laughs> I'm with you. At ten o'clock, my brain just shuts off. How could you sign up? I think up? we made the if right we move. We were if we were leaving here at ten and going to a different studio, and we were there for five or six hours. How right. would you squeeze in the sauna? <laughs> you know, let me tell you something. Sauna, Todd. Do you know how many hours I've hit golf balls just this week? <laughs> you you want to know? I have it all right here. I'm guessing right. this week. What do you want? Starting know? on this Sunday. Week? Um, for the last three months, I've practiced in my garage 128 hours. <clears throat> That's a lot. That's 128 in the last more month, than me. 25 hours. I hope it pays off. You better be like 10 strokes better. It probably won't even pay off. Probably won't even pay off. <laughs> a lot of waste of time. <laughs> I, I'm not actually expecting to do it particularly well. you got to be way better. I've struck the ball better. You can't but I still practice can't. that much and not get but better. But you got to be able to score. Yeah, <laughs> got to be able to score. All right. Well, you got to be able to play. I mean, you're not going to play until freaking March. Got to take a break. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. It's a reminder: 106.7 The Fan versus the Team 980 night. It's like nine days away. I know it's soon. Next Friday, February second. All the hosts from this station, all the hosts from 980, we're going to get together for a big uncensored evening. I have to start worrying about parking soon. It is presented by Main Street Bank, Cheer Local, Bank Local. But it's going to be at the Bethesda Theater. You can get your tickets at BethesdaTheater.com. So don't sleep on that. Get your tickets. Should be a very fun time. Uh, We'll be hanging out all evening. And, uh, yeah, Cakes, you can get your park. Yes. I need to start getting on my parking sweat. Uh, so Cakes' brother has worked at Applebee's for, what, 20 years? Long time. Long run. Long, long time there, bartender right? at Applebee's mm-hmm. in Bowie. Why I'll be this, honest. Why I've, is this coming up? Why are you bringing this I'm up? I'm bringing it up There's because a story about Applebee's. Applebee's had a promotion. Oh, and I thought you were going to say it was going out of business or something. That's what I've been. That's what I thought you were going to say. No, okay. no, no. I mean, I'm sure some of them are, but not um, in general. So Applebee's had this promotion, and it's kind of intriguing. Um, they had they called it Applebee's Date Night Pass, mm-hmm. right? And for two hundred dollars, you could get Apple. an Applebee's Date Night Pass. Apple. What does that mean? Which would give you once a week, you could go to Applebee's, use the pass, pass pass and get $30 worth of food for 52 weeks for a year. Oh, so if you do the math, he's going to be there every that's, week. That's <laughs> uh for 200 bucks you yeah. get Drabby's if you went every, every week, week $1,560 worth of food if my math I mean, is it correct, sounds right? like a pretty good deal. You can check the math again, 52 30, what are you gonna eat six. <laughs> a lot of wings. Yeah. Yeah. Some quesadillas. So you can get over 1500. But apparently, you know, people got size like let's say you're a young guy like Mike Moore. Yeah. Right, can't you get something like all you can eat for like eleven ninety nine there too? I think you can. So yeah. let's say you're I don't know young if that guy. Qualifies, what, but do sure. you, what do you mean all you can? Like eat? Like they have specials, like all you can eat steak and shrimp or whatever. They do. Yeah, yeah for like twelve bucks. Hold on. Does any other place have that? Sometimes like Red Lobster will do like unlimited shrimp. I think they took. I think I saw a story where they took a bath on that too. Well, who goes like to Red Lobster? Cr- I mean, that, and that, literally, that's like where Valdez's family goes. <laughs> I mean, some people still go to Red Lobster. I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, they sold out like instantly. You know I'm kidding. Applebee's sold out of the pass. Yeah, pass. And customers apparently are upset. But they probably saw they 
Somebody came up with this idea, right? They probably had some meeting. Like, we got to come up. Right, with something they want new. some butts in the seats right. and the booths. And how, how are we going to get some interest? Like, let's everybody. You know, couples want date nights. Right. Let's date night. What they're banking on is two hundred bucks. You're not you. showing up every single week. Of course. Well, hold on. How people, many passes did they sell? Total? It doesn't say in the story, but they cut it off probably because demand people, was so high yeah. online. Yeah. People immediately people when nice. it went for sale and online, they're like, fifty-two yeah. weeks, two hundred bucks. This is a this is a crucial bucks? crucial question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does the does the uh, thirty dollars does that include booze? I knew does not. Gonna, <laughs> I knew they, you were going. It never there. includes. It does booze. not. Yeah. Never. But, just, but just still, food. if you want to have a beer or a mixed drink while you're there, you just add that onto the mix yeah. and. You're still coming out. Of what I don't know, and that's what they're banking. What about. I don't know is if you can combine it with, like, let's say you get the pass. For some reason they keep saying pass. Yeah, you can have a you hard get the time pass. pass. Okay, he doesn't like S's. I'm telling you, S's <laughs> trip him up. Could you get the all-you-can-eat boneless wings, riblets, and shrimp, which is fourteen ninety-nine? You can get I mean, two orders of I that. Would guess if you're allowed so to if use... you and I go together yeah. with the pass, yeah. we're having a date night sure, together right. at Applebee's. We get all you can eat for thirty bucks. We're not paying anything. We're just essentially we're paying three dollars and eighty four cents. Beautiful. That's what it works out to per week if you went every then, week. Then you're good. Yeah, but people are accusing Applebee's <clears> of this is like a marketing scam, and they really sold like ten of them. Okay. And, and they like built up this whole thing. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody gets on the website two days ago. The website crashes, right? And they were gone in five seconds. And they right. knew they were going to do it. Yeah, if she, you, she yeah, because there was a buzz about it all week or yeah. all weekend and everything. Well, yeah, I'm I'm sure. And and they're being very nebulous as to how many of these they sold. They didn't say like the first ten thousand customers or first one thousand customers. They just said that they were sold out. How many times do you think okay. you're going, Mike Marr, you're, you're young. I'm, I'm assuming that as a part-time employee here at Odyssey, you're not making big bucks. Yeah, that would Same be correct. <laughs> All right, you have like 100 roommates, right? How many roommates do you have? I got four roommates. So five, 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 do you have another side gig, like one that actually pays your bills? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so. so I'm actually starting something up here. Or not starting something up, dabbling with a, a second job. Oh. What is it? What is it? It's, it's media-related. The, like what? Mm. It's, You're uh, more nebulous than Applebee's special. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what is it? So it's someone who plays uh, for the Clippers that I grew up playing AAU basketball with, and he got drafted by the Clippers uh, last year. So you're going to do social media for him or something? Or what? Yeah, yeah, social media. Work. Who's the guy? Jordan Miller. Oh. Okay. Yeah, the kid that, who was at uh, George Mason? Yeah, and he transferred he to, went Miami, to Miami. And in the oh, yeah. Elite Eight game this past year, he was the second person in NCAA history to have a perfect game. No, he, he's good. He was a so good college player. He's going to pay you to do his social media? Is that essentially what it's it a, is? It's a company that he's starting. They're like uh, creating a website. Uh, where did he play? Good. Where did he play high school ball? Loudon Valley. Wow. So, Mike Marr, yeah. would you Personal. be intrigued with this? For $200 a year, you can go to Applebee's. And you have thirty dollars worth of food for free, essentially. I Means for two hundred two hundred dollars, of course, every week. I'd be yeah. all over that. You would, be. yeah. He would jump on that deal. I'm, yeah, you know? I'm, a, I'm, I'm above Applebee's, but I would, I would do that. <laughs> When's the last time you were at Applebee's? I can't see Ross. That's uh, a ditto. <laughs> Same deal. I saw him about three years ago. Was it? Well, yeah, there. You know, I mean, yeah, I yeah that's sense, the only reason I mean, you went. I mean, why else would I go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what you I'm guys, saying. Guys, I can't think of the last time I went to Applebee's. Yeah. You guys never get sized for these chain family restaurants? Not really. I used to. But above it. At this point, I'm not, you're a big I'm not above it, no, but I, I just don't, I don't seek it out at this point. I like, used to go when my mom was I used still to love alive. Outback. We used to go to Longhorn a lot. Yeah. The Outback Wedge. Yeah. I used to yeah. love Outback. We used Outback to go to is one of the few. But okay. they took the wedge off. Fire that wedge salad right into the sauce. Their steaks were... 
But Ever? the the wedge, they took it off the menu. Longhorn, Ruby Tuesday. Longhorn, I used to go to all those places no. in Bowie. Road, I like Longhorn. Roadhouse. Road. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yes. Now, I'll be honest. I used to go there all Bonefish. The time. Bonefish is a chain. Yeah. Bonefish. Bonefishes are going away. Like the one in Poughkeepsie? Done. Yeah, I don't know what's up I, with that. But when I um when I travel, <clears throat> I literally would eat doo-doo. Like I eat so I go anywhere. So all bets are off. I'm, I'm not above anything when I'm traveling. Right. Well, well yeah. I go to all the chains because right. I, I don't well, really, I don't know towns. anything better. You, yeah, I, don't I think you you, aso- you associate chain uh, chain restaurants with nubby towns with Uncle Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Kenny's money. What's the I'm What's teasing, the place I'm that teasing. Jason loved? So he used to go to a lot of these places. Carabas up the hill Jason in Bowie. Jason thought Carabas yeah. was, so was good. <laughs> literally like um, that restaurant RPM. In, San, in San Francisco where the, the where Newsom went in the pandemic. Do you remember when he got yeah, oh, French, laundry. French Laundry? Yeah, French he thought laundry. it was French Laundry. <laughs> the Olive Garden? Yes. Like, it's yeah. the same. Uh, right? See, that's a, that's a chain I do like. <laughs> I think it's a step up from Olive Garden. It's the way I, I mean, perceive maybe. it. All I remember is having some sort of, I can't remember what. I think, Meal I had, but it was so good. I think the I think Ocean City has Olive Tree, oh, right? Yes. I don't yeah, think yeah, it's Olive Garden. Olive yeah, I think it's Olive Tree. tree. <laughs> that is dumb. This is the same stuff. <laughs> there, it's the same. So it's like got the chicken bride and everything. Uh, <laughs> the chicken bride. <laughs> chicken bride. I did see that like two weeks ago. Fridays closed a ton of restaurants in the DC area. Like six. Is the one on Rockville like Pike still open? Think so, right Which next one? to Golfdom. The, the only one on Rockville Pike. Yeah, I've it's never been in it. You've right, never, these are the ones they close. I'm your above life? it, Case. <laughs> these are the ones they close. Columbia, Bowie. Sorry, I forgot. I was I was doing a show with a guy from the royal family. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I missed that memo. Uh. I go to Cava, but I'm not going to go to like a chain, like. Chili's. You know how good, lo- <laughs> you know how good loaded yeah. skins are at because... TGI Fridays? Yeah, they're, they're good. delicious. Uh, if I'm going to go to a restaurant to sit down, I want it to Won't have Weren't you going class. to Famous Dave's every week? It's the same thing. Yeah. That's, again, I, that was, I was hiding from people, and I had I was I was, I was stuck. I was in freaking Chantilly. They don't have anything good in Chantilly. You're, you're kind of right about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and yeah, I, 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 I went options? there because I could hide. No one would bother me. Except oh, for the man. one guy who was eyeballing you. Well, oh, yeah. He was Remember he told the story that, that some guy yeah. was staring at you for two? You Wait, don't remember telling the story? No, I don't I'm, know. It was your story. No, like a week ago. Oh, you no, say no. That, was, that was actually at that Irish bar I went to. <laughs> why, don't oh, yeah. you, why don't you name it? I don't want people to bother me. I just want to be because it's uh, literally in our wheelhouse. He's such a nobody, big celebrity. Nobody it's, reco- it's, it's just I, a, So you're saying no one recognized you? It was packed. No one recognized you. No guy came up to me. Oh, he did. But but I keep. You don't understand. I hide. I don't want. I you know I I just want to be on my computer and, and eat my Reuben. You guys should have heard Eric Bickle before the show this morning. <laughs> It was. Yeah. He goes. I couldn't believe. It. I went to. That's a, all he talked about. I went to a morning. bar yesterday at five p.m. and it was packed. Who are all these losers at a bar after work? Yeah, who's going to happy hour yeah. at a bar? The bar that I was at was. It's not like a bar like us. Like you walk in a hole in the wall. That's a bar. People. No, it's a bar. But I'm. Can I finish? You're attacking me a lot lately. You need to. You need to chill. But it's fine. It, it's. This was a huge restaurant bar. It's got a huge bar. Yeah. There's five hundred people in there. But. Like you said, there could have been some sort of a... I couldn't have... By the way, it was 99% dudes. It was Taco Tuesday. <laughs> they probably had a Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. You had a Taco Tuesday. Does it rhyme with well. Schneb? 
revise? <laughs> it might. <laughs> I don't know. I think it might. They were definitely playing music like this. Right in our listener wheelhouse. Right. There could have been some sort of an event, like a work event. They were definitely playing music like they were playing on Titanic when they were locking the gates on Leo. I think Braveheart got their music from there. You know I play golf with the owner of of said restaurant. Uh Uh-huh. Do you want... Do you want the royal treatment? No, you get no, there? no, 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 no. I really don't. I, I don't. <laughs> Meanwhile, he begs with a stupid Venmo account <laughs> left and right. You don't want to hook up. <laughs> no, no, okay. I, I'm not saying that because I want to. I, I literally just want to go someplace where I could put my computer out, I could get a drink and have a Reuben and do my <laughs> thing. Like no, a big no, Irish no, bear. No, I don't think By so. By the way, he, no, because he, I think it's hard he, to screw up a Reuben. He can't oh, eat okay. at chain restaurants, but he eats a Reuben. <laughs> yeah. I'm in Chantilly. I'm just saying. You find a guy's spot in Chantilly. Dude, I know. You've been eating the same stuff for 40 years. Reuben's grilled cheese. <laughs> yeah. My wife made me the most incredible grilled cheese the other day. I would never eat them, but I make, I don't know if they're elite Joe Flacco level grilled cheeses. I make pretty good grilled cheeses, but I would never well, eat them. Well, you know one. what Dee did? She saw it on Instagram. Ah. She, they, uh, she put uh, Parmesan on the outside. Ooh, of I the like bread, that. That's cool. And then cooked the bread and then all the different cheeses. Mm. And then, you know, I mean, it was so cheesy. Nice. All these different cheeses, cheeses on the bread that you melt while you're, you know what I'm saying? Sure. On the outside. Brilliant. And well, then I we can tell you. soup. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> dipped it in the tomato soup. Good stuff. Spectacular. Well, I, I can tell you, you're looking at this. Here's the thing. EB wouldn't go to Applebee's, but I'm telling you, if you had any of those things which were on that on that picture right there, They're good which to, is bar food, when you're hungry, with the beer, yeah, it'd be butt-sized. I'm, I'm above Applebee's. Oh, my God. This grilled cheese I had was amazing. <laughs> you know, exactly. That's my point when he always talks about a sophisticated you know how, palate. You know how you say that sarcasm goes... <laughs> it, it, I mean... Hey, hi, can I give a shout out real quick? Sure. I want to thank my my neighbor Mark. Yeah. Why well, wouldn't Mark do for you? Bought me dinner last night. <laughs> yeah, I knew Mark did something. Oh, he hooked me. <laughs> he's the one who's been out of town. His dad is ninety five, and he's been taking care of his dad in Illinois, and so we walk his dog all the time. So That's he, the guy you blew me off for. Yeah, I mean, he was I haven't seen him in a while. He was yeah. better when the Terps beat <laughs> Illinois in their building. No, no, he's a, a Purdue fan. He, oh, he is. Yeah, he went to <laughs> he's Purdue. He's got scoreboard there. <laughs> Big Boilermaker yeah, guy. He went to Purdue. Anyway, thank you, Mark, for buying dinner last night. That was night. very nice. All right, got to take a break. Don't go anywhere. We're the junkies. Hey, at Golfton by Worldwide Golf, there's something that binds us all. The collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the Cobra Dark Speed Driver, engineered with advanced aerodynamics Power bridge technology and large hot face for more speed and consistency. Visit Golfdom in Tyson's, Rockville, or Annapolis. You get a free custom fitting, or you can shop online at worldwidegolf.com. Get there. Yeah, you know, so we spent a bunch of time Such earlier in the show. Such a good intro, Valdez. Spent a bunch of time talking about um, Drake May <clears throat> and the head coach. And the assumption is Washington's going to really go in hard for Ben Johnson, right? So the latest story, I forget, I think it was Pelissero says that they're planning to fly a contingent to meet Ben Johnson next week. Next but so week. are the Falcons. Yeah. Um, Multiple teams interested in it. And then I, I, I happened to click on a story about your guy. I think Jason's the only one pumping up Aaron Glenn. Okay. I like and Aaron this Glenn. is an article from, uh, I don't know if it's Detroit Free Press, but it's definitely from... Um, a, a Lions insider and was talking about how Glenn is getting hyped up. 
Now, here's the thing with Glenn. The numbers aren't as impressive as Ben Johnson's, right? Mm -hmm. Ben Johnson's offense is one of the top offenses in scoring. But he points out improvement. Now, the first two years were really bad. Now, they were – he got hired by um, Dan Campbell. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Three and thirteen in year won one. Won three games in year one. 14. I believe the defense was ranked thirty first. Mm-hmm. Last year the defense was ranked thirty second. Yeah. This year it's improved to nineteenth. Still not good, but it pointed out in the last six games, as it's mattered, their points per game has dropped from basically allowing thirty points a game to twenty one points per game. And then, if you think about the game against the Buccaneers. They forced two big turnovers. Aiden Hutchinson has really taken off the last six games. And it is an interesting take. And Dan Campbell comments on him. I know Ben Johnson's getting all the love. But Dan Campbell said there's nobody that works harder than Aaron Glenn. Mm -hmm. He said, let me start by telling you what Glenn does. The amount of hours that he grinds on tape to prepare his players, his coaches, but himself for what he thinks is going to come and for where he feels like the game is going to go and what he feels like he needs to call in that time relative to what he believes that coordinator is going to call is nobody works harder. If you're a Lions but you fan, could by also, the way, you could I, also argue that Ben Johnson just has better pieces on right, the offensive correct, side that's true. than Aaron Glenn does on the defensive yeah. side. And, and they point that out in the article that if you look at the draft and free agency, they've been going offense heavily right. yeah. and haven't invested as much in the defense. Now they did they draft did Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Yeah. And Hutchinson finished with 11 and a half sacks during his second season. Mm-hmm. Um, but think about it. Offensively, they got Gibbs and Montgomery. They got Laporta. You obviously have St. Brown, mm-hmm. Stud. Uh, Josh Reynolds is good. Yep. I mean, you've got good pieces. Khalif Raymond is a good like yeah. slot receiver. Jameson Williams, even though they don't use him a lot. But. Right. So the headlines are Washington is sending contingent to see Ben Johnson, but they're also going to see Aaron Glenn as well. Yeah. Well, I think that that's good. I I tell you, here's my fear. Even though I I, I joke about I don't like Aaron Glenn because I didn't like the shtick he was doing with Hard Knocks. On Hard Knocks. Comes down to a two-minute scene on Hard Knocks, you're out. (laughs) Well, it's like, why are you playing that's for the more, cameras? That's more shtick, though. I know, but, but why, uh, why training camp and they're just... I know. I just didn't like it. it I bothered okay. me. <laughs> but anyway, still, I like the fact that all the players You could be them. sold. Yes, he was that. the number one rated defensive coordinator by the players. And I respect his career, obviously. So, But whatever. But what I like about this search is that it is exhaustive. I just hope they don't just have a preconceived notion and then hire the preconceived notion. I'm hoping... That with all these interviews, that truly they pick, not that you have to be a good interviewee, because some people are bad interviewees, but they're great coaches, but that the whole package, you're picking the best one, not your preconceived. I think right. Adam, the, the, the fix is in. Be smart no, no, enough, I, detailed enough to just right. go through his yeah, process. I think, no, 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 but I get his makes fear. me hope they get somebody other than Johnson just because of that, because right. I feel like the preconceived notion is Johnson. Yeah. But you interview 10 people, you're telling me he was the best interview? Okay. If you I, say I, so. And, and that's why I brought up. It felt a little bit like a Carolina situation with Ron Rivera bringing in all his guys. That once they brought in Ron, then he brought in all his guys. And I know that that's kind of how it works. Like these head coaches, when they get hired, they're not going to hire a, f- a staff of people that they're not familiar with. Mm-hmm. However, there is a little bit of that feeling if it's Ben Johnson that the fix has been in and it's all been that's for That's what show. I worry about. I almost wish they picked Bobby Slowick. 
You just don't know. And no both, I mean, to me, they're both very Sloan similar. has a history with Adam Peters in San Francisco, right. so they could pick him. And as far as Glenn, here's his experience as a coach. So he obviously played in the league for five teams from 94 all the way to 2008. He's been in the league for a long time. Yeah, very good Then player. he was an assistant DB coach with the Browns for a couple of seasons, a DB coach with the Saints until he took over as the defense coordinator for the Lions. And certainly if you look at the numbers – it might give you pause, right? You look at 31st, 32nd, and 19th. That's not great. But well, it 19th, is. that's jumping 30, 13 spots. That's and, pretty and impressive. And he's coming to a defense where we, we saw what happened with this defense yeah. in 2023. They were victimized on a weekly I basis. I think if I had to bet, I think this time next week they're going to have a head coach. Or, like, we're going to know who's the guy. Like, it, it might be, like, they got to sign the contract and all that so stuff. So next Wednesday. Don't you think? I don't know. I don't know how these how this clock I'm works out on, on this. The, I'm on this because I, I have I, no idea. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm so surprised. I'm surprised by a billion things that Vrabel hasn't been hired yet. That Belichick hasn't been hired yet. I mean, I have no idea what's the what's the process. How long does the process you, take? You bring up a great point about people rejecting <clears throat> Belichick. It's unbelievable. I wouldn't want him. <laughs> I just would be insulted if I'm Bill so Belichick. Insulting. They're like, hold on, we got to interview Ben Johnson. Yeah. The guy's been a coordinator for two minutes. It's definitely insulting. <laughs> like, I no think, doubt about it. I think Mike Francesa, it's past his prime. But if he wanted to work here, probably should hire him. <laughs> right. All right, we got to get out of here for Bish. Cake CB, I'm JP. We'll see you tomorrow. Be Mitch and Finley coming up next, right here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.